This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of NRL Boom Rookies. Alongside me, as always, he didn't give away a penalty try, it's Matt Bungard. I did not. It's and crazy. he also didn't give away a penalty try. It's Mitch Doyle. Well, really, really you, you, you realise people don't re- we would realise we were just talking about penalty well, tries. Well, there were no penalty tries this week, yeah, so I just wanted I think to alert people that. they can from the context, Mitchell. That, that that we were talking about penalty tries, and it's definitely... Yes. Okay. No penalty tries on this podcast. <laughs> None. Barely, tri- barely any trying on this podcast. A minimal effort. We're effortless. We are. <laughs> we didn't yes. get this far by trying. It's like when you show up in a shop and there's no price and you go, is that free? Yeah. People that do that, dickheads. The podcast is free, though. That, well, free for people that are... Also, there is a massive time sink. (laughs) You're you're telling me. Uh, Speaking of massive time sink. (laughs) But flawless. Yeah. Manly Warringah 12, North Queensland 26. God's own Brookvale. Would have been better for that segue to come before the Parramatta-Newcastle game, but this was almost a shit. My apologies. Thurston's best game of the year, maybe. uh, He was playing those traffic cones. Be real. That's fair, but... um, yeah, I thought the, I thought Manly would really struggle without the Tuboeviches, and I think that perhaps people underestimated just how important those two guys are to this team. Mm. I don't think that's a big part of it. I think it's also Cowboys are missing half their cattle as well, and or also sucked this year. You know, <laughs> like I thought. I think I think Jake and Tom are the two most important players at Manly, which is obvious. Well, yeah, but I think they might be more important to any one team, to that team's winning football games, than any other pair of players are to any other team. If you get what I'm saying, mm. maybe. Perhaps you can make the argument. Yeah, you, you certainly can after this game. Yeah. Um, oh, definitely. That, that like, and it's one of those games that I know I don't want to sit here banging on about DC. Everyone knows my thoughts on DCA that I don't think he's the you know the, the guy like he should be. But it's one of those games you could tell within three minutes of this game he wasn't interested in playing. Yeah. Like he's he, and he just the game passed him by. And when he wouldn't, if when you're missing Tom and Jake, you need someone like him to step up and decide they're taking control of that game. Mm-hmm. And then if they're going to win or lose, to win or lose off, off his back. And he just, it just didn't happen. Abby Coruscant was trying his guts out. Yep. You know, and uh, I think Adam Fennell Blake also had, had a fair dig in in this game as well. But yeah, it wasn't enough all round from, from, from the team, the Manly's perspective. And then Cowboys, it wasn't pretty. No. But once they got on top, that's what they, you know, they were in yeah. control. I mean, on. JT was running downhill all night while the other JT was weaving his magic. And I thought Tuala was really good as well. Yeah, we've been talking about um, him all we've season. We've talked him up for a few weeks yeah. now. <laughs> and um, hey, we'll keep pushing that wagon. It's good when we're in on someone on the ground floor. Yeah, it's overdue we'll, to get him in there. I was really we'll impressed. Be, we'll so. be selling shares on that island eventually, we don't might. you worry. That's very true. I mean, uh, obviously, we all knew watching this game that Tamwala had a good game. You know, he had you know near 300 metres, 26 runs. We all knew that kind of stuff. But for me, I was really impressed by his performance because just like, we had 234 meters, by the way. This, it was just a different performance from him. It's like he started on the edge, which he's not, you know, usually good at, and went to the middle after 25 minutes. But he was just a more dynamic runner in this game. Like he was moving before the line a lot more. He threw four offloads, which is a career high. He passed the ball nine times, or was it eight times. Sorry, let me let me quickly check what I've got down. Eight times, which is equal to second most in his career, and he broke 11 tackles, another career high. Mm. He's just like. Shook his game up this week from just being the bash and barge guy. And I know Paul Green's limited their offloads since he's been the coach there. And maybe that's a way that they can they can reinvigorate their season moving forward if they get away from that conservative style. You know, like for reference, that was the first game. Oh, sorry, the first, yeah, first game this season, they'd cracked 10 offloads as a team. As a team. As a team. Wow. And Tamalolo had four of those, you said. Yeah, and it was only, only the 10th game since Paul Green's been in charge. There's 2014, 122 games. So they've offloaded 12 or more times. Like you know, crazy. T- and that help you. For example, for reference, this year the offload the Warriors offloaded 
more than 12 times nine, on nine occasions. It's, it's, that's just how mm. much they have that arm, they, their hand tucked underneath, you know. And in his um, Dalian winning season in 2016, Tom Offload, I think it was nine or 11 times the entire year. Yeah. Nine the entire year. So that's how restricted he was. And you just saw when that, that opened up, he was playing with Corey Jensen and Sam Hoare in the middle there, but the whole middle kind of opened up for, 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 um, for the Cowboys when they played a bit more dynamic there. And then, you know, had a pretty handy debut for Mitchell Dunn, who came on on the right edge, and he threw the ball around a bit. Ethan Lowe filled in quite well back in first grade. And then, yeah, on the back of that, Tamari Martin and Jonathan Thurston had pretty decent football games, mm-hmm. and the Cowboys got on top. The, the tries weren't that pretty, and they still went through their, their set plays and, and really worked for them. But once they got a lead, a bit of the old kind of JT was there, kind of, you know, pinning them in the corners, kicking well, and the Cowboys turned the pressure up, and Manly just couldn't handle it. It, it felt to me like... Uh, like the Cowboys knew that they were going to... Ha- I mean, obviously going into the season, they wouldn't have known how poorly they were going to perform, but they would have looked at this game after the first few weeks and seen how poor Manly had been or how inconsistent, rather, Manly had been and put a yeah. big circle around it gone, we're going to be missing a few in this game. Let's try- Let's change a th- few things up. I think Tapao only got 107 metres off 15 runs, so obviously if they've limited his output... I know Thompson made almost 150, but yeah. if they've really softened up the middle with you know a bit of new blood and putting Tamalola there for more runs then as i said changing things up like that would have been you know a little less conservative for what we have said consistently is a fairly conservative team to yeah. an opportunity to change things i mean it took him way too long to put as you said put Tuolau in Tuola, sorry in mm. but he he was pretty good as Bunga mentioned in this game he looks like someone who who can make things happen for them now out wide but it's still they still like a team like and this looked like a Bottom of the table. Contest. Well, I mean, yeah, let's the be real. I mean, they beat a depleted bottom four side. Yeah, like, it's it's not suddenly you know oh they pay the the you know they've turned a page yeah. and they're going to be back and, to and I knocked DCE so I should knock somebody else in this. I'm a big money to power guy, but again, you've got to turn up more than this in this game without mm. the turbos. He had to lift and he di- he didn't didn't get yeah. the ball didn't carry didn't carry the ball nearly enough. Like he he was still decent. Worked his butt but off. He, but he was still decent, right? But he has sure. to go to another level in this game. You, you he's got to do Tamalolo. what Tamalolo did. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly what and he's got to do. I tell you what, boys. Manly, quick turnaround. Saturday, three p.m. A home game in Christchurch against the Warriors. Good luck. Yeah. And uh, George Fuller's hit was bloody sick, though. Second mm. best hit of the year. That Dean Farrow hit won't be beaten. That won't. <laughs> he he bloody murdered him. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, do we want to move on to another murder? Yeah, yeah. Uh, South Sydney, 22. Cronulla Sutherland, 14 at the Olympic Stadium in Sydney. South's back. <laughs> yes. I mean, they've mm. been back for some time. Shout out to me for saying after they were 0-2 that they still looked good. And I've been proven correct. You're tooting your own horn. Yes. This is well, We've never done that in this shocked. podcast ever. We've, no. We've all never done Shocking that. Shocking. Never, ever. Um, yeah, fantastic again. Uh, once again, shout a team out until the game was over and sort of took the foot off the gas for the last 10 to 15 minutes, but whatever, that'll happen. Um, just running downhill again, I, I did have a sneaking suspicion that if we were going to get something out of this game, it was going to just come on the back of this forward pack being as dominant as it's been every other week, obviously, without Cook there to take advantage. Robbie Farah, pretty tidy deputy, had a really good game. 62 tackles. Mate, he played really well. Um, put, put Tom Burgess over for a try with a nice crash ball as well. Um, and... Uh, I tell you what, I think Campbell Graham in the last few weeks has staked his claim to be that other winger. He when, should be it when Souths are full strength, mate. That that try he scored is a finish not many players in the competition can handle. Yep, you know, and when you've got Reynolds' kicking game and you've not really got someone to target with it. Well, now not you've really, got someone no. there. Yeah, I think he should keep that spot. And we've seen this week that Johnston's gone back to fullback and Gi's back in the centres. Mm. Fair enough, that's it. But I think Campbell Graham probably should keep one of those outside back positions. And I mean, when you've got a, a player whose kicking game is as polished as Adam Reynolds, especially his short 
king game in the air, mm. and you've got a player like Campbell Graham who's six foot six. I mean, using that, and obviously you've got GI who's a big unit as well. Using that as an attacking weapon going forward against other smaller wingers like Josh Mansour, uh, you know, that's a good. That's well, another good weapon to have. It is, and it's a funny thing because South relied on Reynolds' boot too much last year, and they mm. barely yeah, had to use it to score points. But now it's like, well, if we've got Campbell Graham there, we can actually add that element back to our attack. And, and you yeah. factor in now that the refs are actually cracking down on blockers as well. Like that can really be something that they can tap into. Down Could the refs crack down on blocker? That would be great. I think we'd be all in favour of that. Um, Mitchell, is there an edge player playing better than John Sutton right now? Um, If he was three years younger or four years younger, he would be in that origin side, I think. He deserves to be. He's not going to be there. We all have things work at the age he's at now, but he is in absolutely cracking hot I have never seen him play like this. And ball playing as well in this game, but just... He's just involved in everything. Just everything down that left edge. Your it's left edge ridiculous. has worked so well all year. Just but he's running with it in one hand like it's a tennis ball. Like, yeah. It's just unbelievable. The man is transcendent in rugby It's league. bizarre. I, I, it is truly remarkable. He's playing like an old Felitti Matteo. Pretty much. It's, like, a lot, it's quite similar. It, yeah. like he's, he was holding the ball out in one hand yeah. in this game, like kind of mocking the Sharks he, at some point. He was like so an old man. He's in what? Season 14, 15? And he's worked out now to have his best season it, yeah. it's, it's insane it's bizarre it's, it's, just it's one of the more remarkable maybe he's, get, maybe he's like the anti-JT you know maybe. he's going out on the high he'll retire at the end of the yeah. year and those Burgess boys are just flattening every pack that's coming up it's against crazy him isn't it I mean I uh, speaking of turnarounds the Twins look fantastic I mean they finally one of them had a drop ball that wasn't really Matt Moore and stripped it out and they called it yeah. a drop ball but they, the, the, I think they've gone five or six weeks without an error between them oh, mate. Tom scoring tries like it's it is. Most ridiculous thing of all time, by the way, Mac Morland started back to earth after playing Newcastle. Who could have seen that? <laughs> two good games yeah. in two years, a double against them last year, six tries against this year, but yeah, yeah, straight back to earth against the quality is, side. Um, I th- they were talking Sione Katoa up like he was the fastest man alive, and then he was basically in space with no one Don't, in front of him, and Adam Dewey ran him down mate, within... This happens every young, half-fast player. Like, remember mm. they thought Valentine's Holmes was the fastest person ever, and it's yeah. like, well, no, he runs... He keeps his top speed quite well, changing direction, but Holmes is not in the top five fastest yeah. guys in the league, you know? They get, Bevan French was the next guy who was the fastest thing alive yeah. as well. It's just Like, Katoa picked that ball up, I was like, oh, fuck, 90-meter try, and then nah. Dewey ran him down within 30 meters. It was easy mm. for Dewey. And obviously, you know, you're faster without the ball, and, and Katoa's looking back and whatever, but yeah, it was a pretty easy chase. And, and Dewey looked okay at fullback, didn't set the world on fire, had some nice touches. Um, yeah. He, to me, I mean, it, it just depends what they're doing. As you said, Johnson's back at fullback this week. It's a shame for Dewey. Dewey's that, a talented kid. Yeah, and he's you know he's back in the fourteen, but you know what? I, I if if Gagai's finger injury does keep him out for a little mm. while as well, I'd see him making that second centre spot. His and, own. and as you say, Dewey is very talented, and if fourteen is going to be his spot this year, then I guess he's going to have to live with that. But yeah. it offers him a it offers yeah. him the opportunity at, with his talent to be literally the sixth man. I mean, oh yeah, he'll, he'll, time, he'll play. He'll start every five weeks. Yeah, at this point kind of thing. Or which five it, five which weeks. for for somebody, it's his first season with South, right? So no, he was no, no, he's, he's a junior, and he, he yeah. didn't play. He made his debut in the first grade this year, but he's been in. The well, that was my, that was my point. Oh, sorry, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, if he's going to be playing, let's just say seven, eight games in his first season, and mm-hmm. he's he's a local junior, what what more could you ask? Obviously, not much. And uh, you know what, if he has so to sort of float around for a couple of years before Adam Reynolds retires or whatever else, before he finally becomes the key playmaker, then so That's be fine. it. But he's, he's young, man. He's yeah. got plenty of time on his side. Yeah. Plenty of he's time. Not gone anywhere. And it's and a good it, problem to have, just having too many good attacking players at the moment. Yeah. And uh, if you flip over to the Sharks side, I thought yeah. uh, Jesse Ramian again was really he impressive. He is a just, brute. Yeah. He keeps just scoring these tries, you're just you know, coming in field and taking hit-ups. <laughs> you know, or just getting involved that kind of way, finding ways to get into the game, which is what you like to see from a young forward. But they had um, Wade Grains, unfortunate season continued as well. Yeah, it wasn't, only that was twenty odd minutes, and that you just know, an errant knee to the head took some wind out of their sails. Fafita was quality again. Um, yeah, he was good. He's, he he 
just, yeah. He he kept getting the ball quite wide and sort of just run trying to target South's right edge. Yeah. He's wor- Didn't know, really he's, work, yeah. but he got a few nice offloads. He's, off he's working to get into that Origin two setup. <laughs> <laughs> and then, no, Origin uh, two is the one he can't play though. Origin it. three. Uh, I know I know his stat sheet's fine in this game, but I think uh, Paul Gallen needs to thank Jonathan Thurston for taking the the uh, attention away from his decline. His has been a significantly slower decline. Who has? But Gallon. Well, yeah, opinion. people have been predicting him to fall off a cliff for like for five you, years yeah, now. No. Um, like he he's not woeful, but I I think obviously with JT his his contribution to the game. Is well, it's also more glaring for a half more, always. Yeah, more glaring. But uh, yeah, good old Paul Gallon was he six games off the all time equaling Scott Prince's all time NRL loss record? Six losses. Let's just flip it's through there. It's, no, it's gonna, like they're, they're a good side. They lost this game to another good football team who who did um you know who. Did perform without their rep players, but the Sharks are a good side. How many games so, left are there? So there's well, we're four games through, left. So he's not going to lose six games. He has to lose half. Well, I reckon he, he could lose four or five in well, the he finals. Could, he could lose five or six and make the finals from here, right? And has to lose in the finals again. I think because he missed some early season games. He's not Dale. Get how there. would you feel if Paul Gallen lost a grand final to bring up the all-time loss record? Oh, wouldn't that be finishing the biggest loser of all time? Wow, that would be like be they would. That, they would need a statue, a thirty-foot tall statue of just a giant L yeah. at Shark Park. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. I think that at you know how point, Wally Wally has a statue holding up the shield. Can yeah. we get a, just, just a statue, a giant, of, L. A giant L? Yes, a yes, gi- we can. And here comes the most predictable thing of the season. Everyone knew this was coming, but. Well. In the crib, ma. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. So, uh, so just listen. <laughs> just listen. There's an odd one, boys. Poor old Sue Menefinay went to the wrong end. <laughs> He's just had to put in a hundred. Did he go and have an HIA after that? Well, you go ask him. But that is quite embarrassing for the big fella. He's uh, looked up down at the in goal. And saw the backs of the South Sydney players 50 <laughs> metres upfield. He ran past Jesse Romy. He's funny, is it? You could have told me about three minutes ago. I'm just annoyed South didn't kick off at his side. That would like, be a very South thing to do, kicking off when there's no one at the other end. Hey. No! <laughs> ah, fuck! God. That's some old 1900s. Wow. Thing, man. Some 1909 banter. <laughs> Great to um, But... Yeah, they didn't kick off to the side Sim Anapai was jogging. Well, down. that's because he went straight under the post. I thought surely he just kicked it straight up the middle. But I thought so. They didn't do it. Um, hilarious. I want to know, like, how it's did you not look? Like, did you just like look at the ground? Every the... part of this. Was There's amazing. no footage of him getting down there. There's only footage of him coming back. And how did he just get down the entire end and not yeah. realize there was a teammate was there? He and just then... so in the zone. I don't know. And like... even when he turned around, he wasn't like didn't act that shocked. He just was like, oh yeah, we're that end. <laughs> <laughs> What? Oh, there's like a there's a there's a huge video screen at the end of the yeah, stadium yeah. as well. There's nobody around you. I um well he's not in first grade this week. I like to think this is the only this is why. yeah <laughs> this this is definitely his uh his been his. Downfall. I'm okay with it. I'm, That's I'm great. I'm on board with that. It's great. This is what I like, yeah, This thing that belongs in all end of the season. This will be one That's of those like fantastic. Na- um, uh, Nathan Brown, Lance Thompson pass into the guy's head yeah. sort of yeah. clips that gets replayed. If he ever goes on, well, he doesn't like, he doesn't talk often in the media. But if he ever went on Fox Sports, kind of, they'd play it like seventeen times. Yeah, yeah. they'd over, they'd ruin yeah, it. They'd ruin it. If he went on the Matty John show, kind of, they play it into yeah. into death. Okay, speaking of playing to death, oh. Parramatta four, yeah, Newcastle thirty. Oh, well. yeah. um, a- another horror show at the Olympic whew. Stadium. Uh, credit to Nice for bouncing back. Uh, you know, an eighty point turnaround in two weeks Mate. in the space of a week is. Fantastic. Good job to them. They uh, could have run by 60 in this game. They bombed if anything, the scoreline flattered Paramount. They did. They did. Knights were rampant. I don't understand how a team can just be... 
Are Cronulla 100 points better than Parramatta? No. Let's no. discuss. Well, I mean, Parramatta lost. 100. They did lose Besson French and Mitch Moses in the first. The that, French was two minutes. Moses obviously hurts. They'd already lost the game at that point. Yeah. Right? Uh, the moment, cause they actually, the way their team set up is like when they lost French, I was like, oh, they can maybe reshuffle and be fine. When they lost two backs, I was like, yeah. okay, this game's over. Well, Wilsworth comes in at fullback. You can be okay yeah. uh, if you shuffle around there. But when you end up losing yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Mitchell Moses, and that was it. But the Knights, credit to them, mate. They, they came out from the moment this game started and tried to lay a solid platform. And you had performances from all over. Over the park, like you had Daniel Saifidi really stood awesome. up. Yep. Mitch Barnett had a pretty good game. Aiden Guerra stood up. I thought Kenny Dow had a really solid game. Even mm. Ken Seo played well. Like it was all these role players that stood up. You would have thought if they won by thirty six, you would have thought it would have been the Ponga show. And he was good, but it wasn't really the Ponga he show. He played quite well. He did. He had a really good game. And he predictably got three daily end points. Yeah, he, I think he deserved the three. three in but it's saying like it wasn't like he was the only guy. Making no, I get what you because yeah, Saifidi was great. He ran all over them and. Yeah, and he was trying to make things happen with his defense too. And it's unfortunate how he injured Mitch Moses, but he was playing physical. Mm-hmm. So I he was in this game. Yeah, yeah. and he, the injury that Moses su- sustained, as horrifically disgusting as it was to watch, well, I mean that's not Saifidi's fault. The guy, like he just folded him. Yeah, yeah, but, and then kind of threw him over him, kind of thing. It was weird. Yeah, and uh, then, have they? I have not heard any news on that. Is it how long? Is it two weeks two apparently. Weeks. Yeah, it, when it happened, I was like, the ones that look the worst are never the worst. I'm like, that's probably just a twisted knee. Probably mm. out for a couple of weeks. Yeah, and, and then Corey Dennis outperformed Nathan Ross so far this season. I, I think as well. He had a quite a good, um, had quite a good game in this one, Corey. And then uh, off the bench, I thought also Danny Levi's first good game of the year. This. I, just, I don't know what happened or what was in the water there in Newcastle this week. I thought last week, we'd seen how they've been playing the last five rounds. I took Parramatta. I, I thought like, they had no chance of winning another game with, until Mitchell Pearce is back. And yes, I get Parramatta lost troops, but they blew them off the bloody path. Yep. Yeah. As I said, Jack, like Jack Cogger scored a try. Man, he was good. In this, in this game. He went to the line often in this yeah. game and, and things happened around him. And that, yeah, you know, Newcastle credit to them. They got, they got the W here and it kind of hangs around. They hang around They're the top lingering. eight. They're lingering. One win outside the finals. Granted, they have the horrific four and against, which is basically no, another they're, win. They're, but yeah, still. yeah, exactly right. They're mm. one win out, but yeah. And as we said at the start of this analysis, if you can call it that, they, they're nearly back in the black from last week. So yeah. I think that was six, eight, eight points off. Uh, you know, they somehow back? conceded more points this at this point this season than they did this point last that year. That is genuinely remarkable. Yeah, that is weird. Because yeah. they were such a terrible defensive side of a few years and they've actually won games this year. But mm. they only conceded, what, two points in this game, to, four points, sorry, and they still have achieved that. But, uh, but yeah, no, really all over the top performance from, from the Knights. Uh, for Para, like... I just don't know what to say at this point. Mate, well, some of the, again, there's some guys in there really slogging their guts out and they've turned up. I mean, Penny Terrapo has been playing better than I've ever thought. I, thought he was I agree with that. He, the last he five weeks. He's been good for five weeks. Daniel Lavaro slogging his guts out. And then also Nathan Brown's return. You can see he was involved in everything again. They needed him back bad. But the rest of the side, yeah. I mean, Michael Jennings is a disaster at the moment too. You know, uh, Clint Gutherson, we knew he wasn't going to come back that great because of his knee, but a lot of people expected the world from him. Yeah. And it's obviously not there. He's had, you know, come back from an ACL injury and under all this pressure. And then Cameron King is probably the, the, the least exciting attacking hooker in the competition. <laughs> I'd say yeah. that's fair. Yeah. He hasn't got a single career line break or line break assist or anything. Like, they happen by accident hooker. So you throw the ball to a prop and they charge over. Accidental line break assist. <laughs> is Michael know? Jennings the best Jennings in his own team? Current form, I wouldn't say so. Wow, hmm. I wouldn't say so. But yeah, just not great. And they got you know, is they got best, Haynes. Is he the best Michael? I don't know if they have any more. Michaels. Yeah, I was trying to think of that. But it makes you think. And then they had the, the dumb Tepai Moroa shoulder charge in this game. Oh, mate, wasn't, you just you just mate, trying to get West off. Honestly, I, if they'd sent him off, I would have been fine with it. But if they're not going to send him off, why didn't they use the foul play Simbin? I don't know. I think it was because it was really bad. Yeah, like if they'd sent him off, I would have had no complaints. Neither. Same here. Just and it's, it was clearly he lined him up to yeah. me. And I think I said this to you on the night, but 
that's the time to do it as well if you're a ref to, to make that statement is game's what over. was the game margin what, like 25 points or something game was over just do just, it just do it no one's going to be like oh that send off turned the game just just yeah. do it take a stand I don't know exactly right but yeah that para mate like it's, it's not looking good not looking good for getting off the bottom of that table I, I don't know who they're going to pick next week well they've, they've na- like they're just getting injured too it doesn't help every week but yeah, yeah they've got Hain back now oh they played Corey Norman because they have to but also think he might have come back anyway because he's only off that one week Any good they get to play the Knights again in four weeks maybe they get some retribution done. how good is the NRL it's up in Newcastle though and they'll probably have Mitch Pierce back it'll be very interesting mm. said maybe Mitch. but now they've got Takarangi in the back row because they've, they've you know sat Kenny Edwards and Tepai Moreau is gone and Bo Scott's gone like, yeah. what a disaster it is not a pretty season, and you know it's kind of. I know it's not just him, but man, they miss Semi like as much as anyone can miss a player in this comp. That is the biggest loss it's, of any it, team it, this year. Not it's ju- it's two two hundred meters a, a week. Well, loss, yeah, and it's also basically. the fact that every second week he'll just score a try from nothing. Mm. Every second week, and that just gets your team going, and things just happen around, and they always have. But he was kind of undervalued here, and they should have paid him to keep him. But just because he's a winger, he doesn't get you know appreciated like that. But they miss him like, more than anyone misses any single player. Not and just Parramatta, but is this the season where everyone in the preseason has been the most wrong about everything? Uh, like I possibly. Probably. I mean, we've we've made some. I mean, my, not us, not us. Yeah. Just the general, uh, the cons- everyone. Yeah. Like no one picked any of the top four to be in the top four. No one picked the Cowboys uh, to miss the finals. Excuse me, sir. Dragons. <laughs> I mean, I had them fifth, so yeah. fine. But mm. and I mean, Warriors in the eight is essentially picking them in the four anyway, right? <laughs> sure. But like you know, yeah, I don't know. And a lot, Para were a lot of people's trendy pick to sort of make yeah. a deep run as well, and they just their season's over. Yeah, I think I'm making, making a deep run into we'll New South Wales Cup. Uh, <laughs> Sunday afternoon, we should move on. Eastern Suburbs sixteen, West Tigers fourteen at oh. Moore Park. This great game in, was sick. Great, a great game. End to whack shit and rep around. Uh, mark one for twenty eighteen. Um, was Mahi Fanua out? No, but who cares? <laughs> That's c- c- correct I answer. I don't care. What don't a great care. game. I also don't care. Well, they, I sc- agree. Well, they scored off the, 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 off the loose ball. Like, who cares? Um, good game. Mate, it's one of those games, again, if you looked at the numbers, you're like, geez, this must be terrible. All that ball, nah. the ball was dropped, all the penalties, no, yeah. not many line I loved breaks. It. it was great. It was goddamn sick. Yeah. There was just end to end stuff. Crazy shit was happening either end. Blake Ferguson was either the world's best player or world's worst player every time he touched the ball. He was yeah. great. Correct. He was, yeah, that was, he was, he was, all, he was great and awful at the same time. Live for Newers. For Newers, is just, yeah, that's what he is every I'm week, stunned. I just thought he was going to trample Ferguson and score. Yeah. Like, like, surely everyone at that low. point thought he was going to score. Virgo right? was probably the only back in that in that Roosters team capable of putting that hit on, yeah. and, and ballsing up to do it, and he, and he did do that. And like, you know, you know, Ferguson he's a mockery a lot of the time for the errors he makes, but he's one of those guys in this game. Again, credit to him. If Terry Evans tried to play like this, they might have won the bloody game because Ferguson made mistakes and didn't give a shit. He got involved the entire eighty minutes, yeah. and was probably their best player and their best and worst player. But like his first ki- his his first kickoff reception or kick reception was a knock on, right? Oh mate, he, he then he let that one dribble through his legs in the in goal. He oh, kicked, the, man, he kicked the the kick off dead. Yep, like shoot, he was, shoot. He's the JR Smith of the NRL. Yeah, he <laughs> would have known the score. He, did, he is though. He but knew the score. And then he had, just had a fantastic game when it mattered though. It was in, in most of the good things they did. And then Kronk had a pretty handy game too. I thought. He but, got his uh, face bashed in, but yeah, I did. In, yeah. I want to montage him all the time. He got angry at his forwards for not doing the right thing. Can things. we also add... Well, that's like the entire season. It's that's great. A, it's a he long just, montage. Just, I just want a montage of Kronky yelling at idiots. Can so we have him... The Can we put him flapping his wings where there were six, that where was, there were six oh, again? That was great. Great, great content <laughs> we're coming up with here. And good old Big Dick Vic in the middle. Mate, Exceptional performance. Laying hits. Thought, thoughts on Josh Reynolds' uh, return to form? God, he's fucking insane. <laughs> he just does dumb stuff. Like well, the, he, the tackle. It was The tackle on Ferguson, he just jumps up and attacks the ball like a child. He, he got the call there, luckily. Yeah, got the call. You're right. Uh, he was, again, but he was 
good and bad, but he was in all the good things they did. Yeah. He also had some Reynolds moments. I think there was there was a moment in this game, and it was SR Masters at a young player moment when they turned the ball over, and uh, they were about ten meters out. Was it like five minutes ago. SR Masters gets into dummy half, looks right, and sees they have like seven on three. So he recognised they had the numbers and still thought, "Fuck mm. it, I'm winning this game." Yeah, mm. and that was bad from him. But what was worse was the next four tackles. Reynolds thought the same thing. Mm. And oh yeah, Masters can have a young kid moment. Those happen. Like sometimes you're a kid, you've been, you're like, I'm going to win this game for us. But the next four tackles, Reynolds like went himself, two crash balls, and went himself. I was like, sorry, sir. <laughs> like, excuse me, sir. You trying yeah. to win this game? Like, mm. But he was awesome. But he did a lot of good stuff too. Yeah. Reynolds did. He just he's just insane. Got that try from dummy half. He did. But yeah, I thought I actually thought the best, close to best player on the pitch, but definitely the Tigers' best player for me was Luke Brooks. I don't know, like how nobody went with him in this game to win, mm. to, to try and win it, but well, he I did mean, everything Ma- in his power to try and win them this bloody football game. I mean, Marshall was injured, and Josh Reynolds is well, Josh Reynolds, and well, Marshall played the whole thing, but just like he just didn't yeah. need support every time Brooks ran the ball, nobody mm. went with him. Too easy, a bit out of shape, wasn't supporting him. But yeah, Brooks like, and he made a couple of good plays in defense. Caught, plucked a uh, hypocrite grubber like out yep. of the ground mm. to save a forced dropout that was coming, but he was great. Uh, I hope we see these two teams play each other again in the finals because they've had two low-scoring close game. games that I've enjoyed. It'd be yeah. great. Yeah, it was an entertaining game. Like he, This is one of the ones I went into expecting a bludger out of this round. Yeah. And after the buy-around footy, I usually think it'd be a bludger, but it was just, it was sick. Anyway. It had, as, you, as you say, it had everything written on it to be a bludger. Sunday afternoon, more park. Blocker, Roach. Blocker, buy-around. Fuck mm. me. He's dead set a Tigers cool. cheerleader in this game. It was unbelievable. Oh, my God. The when Reynolds scored that try from dummy half, he looked for like 17 penalties They're for the They're not Tigers. square. They're on the line. They're what are you square. talking about? Can he do that? Can you do this one? It's like, well, Fergo probably can't do that, but, mate, you've scored. Like, <laughs> what do you want to do? Give you two tries. Yeah. <laughs> yes. screaming, he wanted something. Yeah. Oh, he just wanted something. Give me eight points, Strange. please. Yeah. Sorry, we, we should have a jar where we mention bad commentary and we have to put money in it every time we mention oh, it. Mate, if, if we had a if if we did that, it's all three of us would go anymore. Yeah, I was gonna say all three money. of us would go broke. Mate, good old Victor Radley though, but he puts a bit of bulk on. You know, he don't want to get huge, but a little bit more a bulk on. He's mm. gonna be a hitman for a couple of years. He'd probably break because you can't be playing at his size that physical forever. Mm. But you know, he looks like he decent minutes in the middle, he can no doubt handle him. Big no, dick. Dick needs to get more thick, dick, is yeah. what you're saying. <laughs> Yeah, he does. Okay. Another player I want to give a shout out to Corey Thompson for a double tap and go penalty. Oh, that was great! Very good. <laughs> two quick taps in a row. Forty meters off two tap and goes. Anyway, yeah. good. And then I made the tackle as well. We got to talk about two. Oh, players sorry, well. yeah, two wow. tackle on Thompson was fantastic. I think it was kind of by accident how good the tackle was for him. It doesn't matter. He made that tackle. He got mm. he got his hand wrapped around a little and just made enough of a difference. Corey Thompson, who's a surprisingly great finisher, right? Just thought it was over when he got there. I, I genuinely made, thought made if anybody else makes that tackle, just on sheer size alone. Sorry, anybody else is making that play on sheer size alone. Yeah. Tupo probably doesn't. I think that's on. probably true. It's one of those times where, unfortunately, as good as he's played this year, his size counts against him. Yeah, I mean, if Masters takes it or maybe yeah. Nofalu or Onaga. Yeah, yeah, honestly, mate, any other back. Any in other back in the out team. there when he was fit, he, they win that game. Yeah. Uh, and then Tupo was on the other end, got lucky when Fanua dropped the Kronk kick. But man, that kick, that like just that type of kick Kronk does, and nobody can do it, yeah. and it's, it's exceptional. That whole looking right, then sweeping kick back to the left mm. kind of thing. Oh, just that weird dart he does. It was at the, to the Queensland's first try last year in Origin. Remember Corey Oates grabbed it like I've that? I've tried to rub that out of my mind. But yeah, Tupo, I mean... People were blaming Fanua. It's like, mate, that kick was like a, a whipped across above his head. Fanua had no I, idea that was coming. Like, he got caught like a goalkeeper well, coming again, out to climb across. You see where the halves... It looks easy on TV, mate, but go put yourself in Fanua's boots. You see where Kronk's eyes are. They're straight. Mm. He's, fr- he's framed straight and he hooks it that way. You're already coming across the field for the, to sweep in goal. It's like yeah. how they caught Ferguson in Origin last year. And then Tupo probably should have been there. He should have known it was on, but a great kick came to points and Tupo continues dominant record. Are you suggesting that we should take the kicks? 
No, Mitchell. no, you shouldn't. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> bloody, let's more buy around footy like this. More yeah. whack shit. More drop ball. Why yeah. not? <laughs> more of this game, less of the other three. I, I yeah. could have watched four of this game, to be honest. Would have been I great. mean, the Newcastle game was kind of fun to watch because Parramatta were getting better. And I enjoyed fun, the South game on a personal level, but yeah. it was a bit of a bludger as well. Simi Renrandra trying the chip and chase. News time. There's not a lot of news this week because it's a bye week. There is no news. We, uh, uh, we're just going to talk origin. Alrighty. <laughs> we didn't the, have an origin. Dan I hurt his finger. Yeah, so there, there's news there. Um, do we want to start with the, the Queensland, the changes that are coming in? So... You've got the other teams right now. We read the teams last week. We're not going to do that again. We'll do a little quick chat about Origin and go from there, right? Sure. Okay, so team news you didn't know. Billy Slater's Danny Tammy. He's out for this game, pulled out yesterday. And then in camp again today for Queensland, Ben Hunt's thigh still causing problems, but looks like he'll play. But mm. Dan Gagai broke his finger. And Comp- in true Compound dislocation. In true young GI fashion. I'm so angry. I'm so <laughs> angry young about Paul Gallen fashion. He's going to play. If it needs surgery, he's going to take club games off and probably play game two. How is, are they allowed to ta- like dock his pay? It's just bullshit. Like, yeah. It's such fucking nonsense. Yeah, it's, um, if, the, if this happened in the international arena, uh, I'm fairly sure that the 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 league or the, the ARL in this case would have to compensate his team. I believe the NRL are bringing that in, cap compensation for origin injuries. So it has to be an injury over a certain di- a, a long-term injury. I am so. genuinely angered by this. You're not going to miss him anyway. Yeah, I was going to say, I, what does he contribute? It's not the point, though. It's the, it's, it's, a, it's the principle. It's bullshit. You can't... I'm tired of this nonsense where you can... Uh, apparently, it's, it's okay to sacrifice... Club games to potentially derail seasons. Not, not that it's going to happen to Souths, but potentially derail seasons over Origin. It's nonsense. If you're a club fan, how are you supposed to feel when this well, happens? And Gagai is, Gagai is one player, but it could happen to anyone. Mate, like, Thurston did it last year. Yeah, mm. it, it's garbage. My, uh, my take, Dane Gagai should be out for more club games. <laughs> Origin only contract. Yeah. Um, but I think also if you're in Gagai's boots for him, if he didn't play this game, someone else performed... He's it's not, not really, his, even he, though he's been yeah. the best winger for Queensland in the last two, three years. If, we, if Queensland won without him there, they don't, wouldn't bring him back in. No. So like, I kind of get that mentality, but, but yeah. They're going to lose by 40, so it's a moot point. And his, and his <laughs> I mean, we've discussed, we discussed it last week. His form at club level has been nothing short of absolute shithouse. Yeah, when you're like genuinely having a discussion about whether he should be in first grade ahead of Heimel Hunt or Robert Jennings, yes, I would agree. Yeah, like he's not going to be getting back in on the strength of performance. But uh, no. he's, uh, man, he's, he's one of those guys that, yeah, he'd play Origin if his arm fell off. This is one of those blokes who just seems to love the arena. JT's arm fell off last year. Yeah, did he play if his arm fell off? And he'd be good. He'd be the best on ground still. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the other news. It looks like he'll play. As we said, it doesn't matter how bad it is. He's playing with that finger tomorrow. It looks like it's not Yeah, well, I injury. hope he's suiting up to play the Gold Coast Titans in front of 43 people on Friday <laughs> night as well. He's not. But it's interesting that Queensland have gone with Michael Morgan to fullback. Which um, you did not want to happen. No, and Milford onto the bench. And... Uh, so and then they brought Ponga into camp. We'll address Ponga first. Okay. I'm actually people think I don't like him because I don't like the hype. But if if he had come into camp last week, he would be my first choice for Slater being out. Yeah, because he makes the most sense to me. Is that actually you you shuffle the least? You bring Ponga in. He has a full week in camp. You get him in that team. That's fine. But people trying to rush a kid in who played on the weekend are ridiculous. Yeah, I yep. think that's my my biggest concern as well. Is if he had have been brought in early. 
it gives him a chance to train with the team. He doesn't have the same fatigue level as everybody who's played that yep. week, who is coming in and as an emergency. And at that point, he's not an emergency. I think that's I think that's fair enough. I think we're all in the same boat here. We would have all put Munster to fullback and played Milford at six, kept yeah. Morgan or, at fourteen. Or I would have gone Gi to fullback as the next option. It's fine too. And I know, but that moves too many things around. But like, I get Morgan going to fullback is supposed to be keep the rest of the team the same. Mm. But, but just the, like, he's not a particularly good fullback. Mate, Munster is po- possibly the second best fullback in the world. It's like when J.I. was at the Storm. He, when he was the second best fullback in the world, but he was playing in the halves or centres for the Storm. Munster's similar. Yeah. Just move him back there, mate. Yeah. And then see what happens. But, um, oh, well. Australia, it, look, and, and you know, I, th- I, I would have probably gone with the Munster to one. Just be- Also, Milford obviously has a rapport with Ben Hunt. They played together for several seasons. I think. And McCulloch, too. That's, that's yeah. kind of an easy one-game stop-gap solution, right? Uh, I'm mm. surprised they didn't go with it. Maybe they will. There's nothing stopping them from just doing a last-minute reshuffle. Yeah. Well, Interesting yeah. that Darius Boyd turned down the opportunity to be in camp. That one, I'm, I, I, Mick Ennis actually is pretty good on this one. I agree with that thing. It's like, what was the benefit for Darius Boyd being in camp? Yeah, he doesn't need week? to fucking mm. get used. Oh, he's yeah, got to be and, among the boys and, and see and the and culture. For, yeah, and for on. him, he's been struggling with the hamstring all year. It's yeah, I think it's fine. To, to take it to, I'm off. And if they were going to call him up, he shouldn't have had to have been in camp being called up. It's a bit different to other young players. I agree. No, no, I t- I, I'm totally so fine I'm with, with that. that. He was it coming just needed to be mentioned. For some yeah, it's gonna, weird. No, yeah. I completely get it. and I'm fine with it. Um, Could we see Ponga on the wing if Dango doesn't play? No, I think they'll go Chambers to the wing and then Munster to fullback Morgan Centers. Wow. I think Gagai's playing. So Have they called Corey? The is Corey Oates in the camp at all? No, so that's all you know Gagai's playing. But they okay. should have. That's one of the occasions that, again, on the wings, least preparation required, he'd be the one I'd be on the front. And you at least call away. him in to keep New South Wales guessing. Yeah. But, mm. um, I thought Paul Kent had a good point on this today in the paper. Mm. The other paper. The uh, um, the bad paper. Paul yes. Kent, a good point as well. This is a no, no, no. Like, <laughs> I'm listening. You've got you picked my he's ears. Basically, up. made the like was referring to the Queensland shenanigans yesterday with like Walters at two o'clock being like, oh no, Slater's playing, and then by like two thirty when it leaked out, he's like, oh yeah, Slater's injured, he's not playing, and the the this happens all the time in rugby league, and it, it's a level of contempt to treat fans with that doesn't really happen anywhere near as much in other sports. Do you think ma- doesn't have ma- Not nearly as much, dude. Like, like in the NFL, they've got a very specific. What about Julio Jones for like the last in five the NF- years? They've got <laughs> a very specific thing where they have to grade someone's chances of playing, and then they have to either confirm or deny that they're playing by a certain point, or put them on the probable or whatever it, else. It would make it, sense to me to just have the same rules or similar rules to the kind of tw- twenty-one man but, rule that we have for the for the. But his, his comparison season. was that like if a. With the amount of money that's gambled on the game, and I'm well, I'm well aware that it's not their place to have to worry about punters, and I don't particularly care because I don't really bet either. But like, with the amount of money that's being exchanged on the game, particularly State of Origin, and obviously the game benefits from people gambling on it. Yes, it does. So, if it was, and this is what he said, is that if it was horse racing and like a horse trainer didn't disclose that a horse was sick or didn't disclose who was riding the horse an hour before the race, people would be outraged. Yeah. It would never happen. And uh, if you're putting it out that way, like, okay, I get it. To me, gambling doesn't... I don't care. No, I don't, don't either. Care. But I, you don't care. But, but they are like the third biggest stakeholder in the yeah, game. Gambling yeah. is... The, as, as much as it's not it's, really something that any of the three of us are particularly into, it's, it's a large part of the reason why the game is so successful and why the game has so much well, money. It's, it's one of those things like, yeah, sometimes coaches and systems, they all forget they're in, in the end, you're actually in the entertainment business is what you're in. Yeah, mm. you know, that's it. And, uh, yeah. Without fans, there's no game, and gambling is an extension of fandom. Yeah, is what is. I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, as is fantasy, which goes back to the same point, which is like people don't know people aren't playing, or if they are, it's like it's like last year. I can't remember who it was, but Barrett named a guy who tore his ACL for Manly. Yeah, week. I can't remember who it was off the top of my head. Yeah, but it's just shit like that, and I agree. Brad it's, Parker not tore his ACL. Oh, no, no, he it played. doesn't matter. The point yeah. is, I I just don't like it. If Slater's not playing, just say he's not playing. It shouldn't have to come from a media leak to force your hand. Just be yeah. honest. Mm. Enough of this. And, yeah, and, and the mind games argument is completely ridiculous because it's a week away. Yeah. 
like and I know that Billy Slater is a fantastic player, but at the at the end of the day, like it doesn't matter who Queensland trot out, like you have to be better than the team that turns up. And if that includes Billy Slater well, or Well, I mean, Cam the only Bonner, difference there is people do specifically game plan for playing against Billy Slater. Yeah. True, fair point. But I still agree with you. But like Dan, Dan Gagai, for example, yeah. what what tape are you going to watch of him that you're not going to watch of another player, for instance? Yeah. You know, it's you, you've, got to pre- you've got to prepare... Gagai's different. Yeah, I completely well, I get, agree with like, you on no, Gagai. I get, I get Billy's the biggest possible out of that Queensland Correct. side. Yes, yes was. exactly. But it's like, mate, when you're new and then you're flying people interstate, like we, people see the airports. I'm not stupid. It's not. It's not. It's like, oh, gee, I wonder why Callum Pong and Anthony Milford have landed in Melbourne. They've got a coffee just big, date. Big uh, tram fans. Big yeah. tram fans. Big Massive fans tram of uh, yeah. Royal Exhibition Building. Yeah. <laughs> Can't get yeah, out of Brisbane. It's, um, it's definitely though, one of the series. Though, get off. Let's stop focusing on that. Right, Sorry. That we're going into a series now. Like, we've already knew it was a toss up and a massive. Like it's going to be something else. But now we're going to this Queensland our three dollars out outside. You're now genuine underdogs, Mitch. Congratulations! I was saying today, I was saying to hoops and slats, like, mate, it actually feels like Origin again. I'm like, I'm back against the people are giving me some shit now about it as well, mm. <laughs> like talking shit. Yeah, the the boys are going to beat you, Mitch. Yeah, Take that. Yeah, you love it. You love Origin. <laughs> love Origin. But it's like, honestly, it actually feels like Origin. The last years haven't felt like Origin. Too <laughs> too confident. Oh, now. exclusive like, update by the way. Yeah, I didn't buy a jersey. Too you expensive. Didn't? Too expensive. <laughs> but um, you know. Queens are back into all throwing a team together at the last moment. Oh, you know, they genuinely are. Is yeah. Dan Gagai injured? Is Ben Hunt out? Real, only, real only... group of lunch pail kids just scrapping their way to glory. My only main issue is we have quality depth, and well, I don't know. Like, let's just call Corey Thompson in. Let's just do it. It's going to be the new Adam Mogg. Corey Thompson, get him in there. <laughs> get him in on the wing for Gagai if that happens. Adam get Mogg never yeah. lost an Origin series, Dale. Is it? Stats. It's a good stat. Yeah. Great try on debut. He like, did. Scored fall and he fell on his ass kind of deal. Yeah, I remember it was great. Great little put down. Mate, that's the greatest series of all time, the 06 series. Don't you worry. Oh, no! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is also the greatest owner of all time. It gets time. me every... I watched it the other day because uh, yeah. I think Roy Masters mentioned his column which I was producing at work. So I yeah. was like, oh, I'll find that on YouTube and embed in the story. And I watched it and that Gus Ono gets me every yeah. time. Well, I want that on a shirt. I still haven't done it, the whole the whole commentary sequence. But my pre-origin tradition, which I'll be doing after this podcast, is to watch 06 Game 3. So that's my plan for the rest of the night after the podcast. Because that's just that moment. Oh, good stuff. But anyway, we're, and now in this game, yep. into it now, not only were we were talking last week that the Blues could have the better halves and were likely the better kicking game. Now Queensland haven't got the greatest kicking game nullifier of possibly of all time. They haven't got Billy Slater. They still some, have Greg Inglis. Yeah, will will he give his magnet from his chest that's in the ball to Michael Morgan? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> Two questions. Will they pass the magnet? I on it. I have a sneaky feeling we'll end up with Greg Inglis at fullback next week. Just next, uh, sorry, what, next, tomorrow, next, yeah? next tomorrow night. Sorry, tomorrow night. You reckon? I, reckon I just have a sneaky feeling. I don't know why. There's no logic well, behind Morgan it. Morgan played left center last year in that last game in the, in the match winner with Val Holmes on his left. I would love that. If I just have the sneaky back. feeling that's what's going to happen mm. because. Michael Morgan as a stopgap center is a better option than Michael Morgan as a stopgap fullback. I and agree. Greg Inglis is yeah. great at either position. Exactly so. right. Well, mm. if not, at least mix it up a little. And then now they've got um, you know, they'll have to find ways to get Milford involved as well, which is quite good. I think. I think one thing people were talking about Moses and Bashi to be the utility. And I think those people kind of forget that Queensland have actually used the utility in a, in a more effective way over the last twenty odd years. I think. Mike Moses Embai is the way the Blues would have picked it, which yep. is someone who plays every position, but we don't know how we're going to use them. But Queensland have always picked a good player who they'll find a way to use. They'll game plan for mm. him. Like they've always yep. put a good player in the form. They found a way to use Michael Morgan. They found a way to use Cronk. Found a way to use Cherry Evans. Found a way to use Matty Bowen. They, they put him there. They had, they had Kamaka Hunt there for a while. Billy Slater there for a while. They aren't utilities. They're just good players. They put there yep. and find a way to use them. So they, they, The equivalent would be that they'd pick Embai and then play him for seven minutes. Yeah, well, Embai covers... Every position bar the, like the big forwards. He covers yep. hooker, the heart, center. He can play yep. fullback, probably play on the wing if you had to. But mm. 
that's not what Queensland pick a 14 for. They pick a 14 who yeah, can add he, to the he's game. He's a guy you're taking on tour if you're overseas yeah. because of that reason. Yeah, I think yeah. That's, that's a much When every analogy. player in the league is a one-hour flight away, then and, you're not taking And him. he's the, again, he's what I'm saying. The Blues keep picking that guy because they think that's what the utility is. Kirk Gidley. Kirk Gidley, Jack Bird, now Tyron Peachy. But Jacks of all trades. Queensland have never done that. They've always mm. picked a player who's really good at what he does and they'll bring Milford on as a runner at some point and see what happens, essentially. That's all they'll do. He might even play in the middle. And that sounds ter- ridiculous, but they'll come on when Queensland are hopefully on a roll. I am here for Anthony Milford origin hit-ups. For Ball the playing lock, mate. Well, he's been eating his whole life for this day. I know. I, <laughs> I mean, he's been working with McDonald's. Yeah. Well, like, what do you mean to say? How do you feel about gaining five kilos in two days? <laughs> he said, <laughs> point, point me to Sizzler. I was, bo- I was born for this shit. <laughs> I, was, is I there, brought my vouchers with me. Is there a limit to, um, like, is, what, well, I guess my question is, is there a gambling market where I can bet on whether Ray Warren will, at some point, call Anthony Milford Josh Papali. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I watched some highlights of Game like 1 last year. Like, he's going to do that. I watched some highlights of Game 1 last year with Paps next to Milford in that first game. Papali's like 20 kilos heavier Game 1 last year, eh? Yeah. He was so fat last year <laughs> off the bench in this game. I, I want to bet on that. But I yeah. really think it'll happen. If anybody's involved in the betting industry, get in touch. Put that ba- put that book up, but please. Yeah, it does feel weird, though, heading into Origin, like, really came for the game. Yeah. I'm like, excited. It's going to be fun. It's, it is it is weird. I know, and I know that it's been raining here, and the good thing about that is it means that all the junior sport training that's been, you know, usually mm. on a Wednesday night is going to be cancelled. All the kids can that's watch true. the game instead yeah. of going to training. But there's like 34 question marks, you know. There was, yeah. There's no longer the, the certainties of players of Queensland and that key position turning up. Mm. That was a certainty for 15 years, you know. The Blues, is, there's no longer just having Aaron Woods and whatever fat fellow they put next to him for the last five years there. They've got Aaron aggression. Woods. They've got an angry, aggression mean, little, and mobile forward And they've back. not picked this, they've had this obsession for the since just after Bellamy, so since Ricky and then Daly took over, of picking big backs, just big guys who whatever mm. size obsession across the whole field, and they've gone and picked you know the speed man in this game, and, and that's all through the whole side. And yeah. it'd be quite interesting to see how that goes. Like, I'm pretty keen. It's keen to have been for an origin. You feel like he's going to see like someone like Regan Campbell Gillard kill a man in the first two minutes, and it's going to be bloody great. So, so what if know? what if Regan, Cam- Regan Campbell Gillard and Dylan Napa run into each other at some point? Could David Clemmer and Dylan Napa could is the, the stadium I explode? Because uh, Clemmer is the guy. He's up there with he's up there with guys you'd least want to tackle in the league. Oh shit, yeah. Like he's right. Yeah. Probably he might be number one, but he's very close to the top. No, Billy Kickout, Billy Kickout, and Lisa Armour probably. Well, at least Clemmer just comes straight. But, yeah. The guys who can actually move on me, the ones I'm more scared of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. But like Clemmer <laughs> running head on at Napa is going to be lit. It was great last year. Um, what's your take on the new holistic approach of Freddie being the Blues coach? Doing yoga and mate, shit. Mate, how good was that Andrew Webster piece? Yeah. So, 3,000 words if you read it. They if you did didn't salsa go read it now. for bonding. Yeah. Team bonding salsa. Freddie's a vegan. Yeah. I didn't know that. And then, but, uh, know. Good on him though, mate. He, um, he understands where this game sits and he had all the players out for media today. Every single one of them was up for media and that doesn't happen at club level, let mm. alone rep level. Like We've had them close off camp for media, but he just, Freddie understands. He's just a guy who gets it. Man, he gets he gets every aspect. He's, of it. he's a I fan think, first. Yeah, I like, think that he he talks so much shit and he sounds so cooked on the nine coverage so I, much of the time. But I think that just comes from the fact that he loves being at the game and well, being, loves yeah. being involved with the well, game. I also, think he has the right mentality. Is that you know, if you go and camp in there, he's not going to tell you it's the world's most important game. But sometimes it's okay. Like just go, you know, he 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 takes it at what it is. In the end, it's it's not just a football game to him, but yeah. it's like. 
This is not the be all and end all of everything. And that's and mm. that's so important, especially at Origins. Like you're, these are already good players who understand structures, who understand how to play the game. They don't need coaching and guidance as much as they need just someone to keep them focused and to keep Focus, them motivated. Yeah. Yeah. So why Meninga was so good at this level. I don't think Meninga would be a very good club coach. No, no way. But he was great at this level. It's kind of, I guess, it's kind of like Zidane with Real Madrid. Dale. Yeah, he just gets something like, says. You Look. just need a guy who the players will respect because he was such a great former player yep. who gets what's going on mm. and can just keep them all motivated. And, and that's and the, a lot of the things that I've seen Freddie this week with the interviews that he's done I know I know that he's been doing most of his stuff with Nine obviously because he's paid by them not this week but you know what I mean um, like he just sounds it, it's not like he doesn't care but he's just so chill like his interview on the footy show where they were at the hotel and he's in his track pants he's like you know what I've got to do this bit to camera I may as well just look well, like I rolled good, out mate. of bed. Like, we had a couple of years there when the people, everyone was taking it too seriously what the origin yeah. was. You know, and I guess because those teams were so together for so long, it kind of mm. ends up happening. Like that Queensland team was a thing for so long. But yeah, in the end, it's supposed to be entertaining. It's supposed to be a series that, that, whilst we all care, it doesn't really matter in the scheme of things. I'm really stressed because we all remember what happened the last time a South player made his debut for New South Wales. Do we? And I don't want Damien Cook to have to go through that like my boy did. <laughs> So, um, d- you do not have a drop. For Nathan Merritt made me a little jumpy on debut. <laughs> Fuck. Why is that there? We've never used that drop as oh, far as I know. So, you have been. Absolutely. Have you been fantastic. sitting on that for three years since I, Nathan Merritt's origin debut organically came up in discussion? No, I um. I, I saw it today and oh. I was like, someone asked the question, what is your favourite, like, origin? Like, what was it? Non, non, what was it like different origin moment? I was going to put in him doing star jumps, but you brought it up just then. Nathan Merritt made me a little jumpy on debut. Fuck off. The best thing was it was like, that was the replay when when Merritt pulls his star jump and Lockie goes a uh, little jumpy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how well, do you feel about? Let's go back to that day. <laughs> how do you feel about <laughs> no, we no. Gi's lack of regard for one of his good friends, <laughs> reputation, family. Uh, he put friends. him in for a try two days later and gave him a hug. So and then, that's fine. and then his career ended. Didn't well, play in the grand final. Uh, that was the next year, I think you find. And, uh, and uh, this was this was the catalyst for the career ending. Though, it was, but also the next year he broke the all-time uh, South try scoring record. So, yeah, you know, there we go. Had, and he had a good time. It's good that he's on some trophies. Well, life well he, lived. He did the, the star jump tr- moment. We all remember the yeah. Origin burpees. I don't want to forget. talk about. That. Uh, and then there was Gi finally more for like twenty meters from our line and didn't go to distance because Boyd bombed it. Uh, Gi po- put him on a poster, went up over him, and caught it over him. It was a good. It was a good performance of Nathan Merritt. But anyway, thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about last week? Not taking fouls because or not taking charges because they were business decisions. <laughs> yeah. He should have just got out of the way, really. Yeah, yeah. If he just stood back on the goal line when all those tries happened, it yeah. would have looked way worse. Yeah, so Damien <laughs> Cook is going to thrive behind a forward pack that is going to be running downhill all night yeah. long. It, it is going to be interesting. It's funny you mentioned that, actually. It's going to be interesting, as, you, as, as we talked about last week, the fact that this team is not necessarily just big men. That it is so fast, and that all of the players in the in that if a lot of the players who come in, one of their biggest attributes is speed. Yeah. Um, speed kills Speed kills That's why James Roberts In the team um, no. And yeah As you said If Cook can run downhill And there is a camber At the MCG Which means he will be Running downhill uh, <laughs> Thanks for that Groundskeeping little Job there oh, uh, But yeah As you said If he's going to be Playing behind this pack And actually get a roll on Yeah Wolf. Be very interesting. I have Wolf. a feeling he's going to have a massive game. Yeah, he's one of the favourites for the man of the match and for the man of the series. I think is that a thing you can bet on? I, I think yeah. he's favourite for player of the series. That's it. But uh, it's one of the, one of the things. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see if if this ball is in play as often as it is usually in Origin to see how him and McCulloch handle that step up. Mm. Because obviously we know they're both quality players and they both play eighty every week. But sometimes you come into an Origin and you can make sixty tackles, but you can make sixty hard tackles in the middle because yeah. 
the other forwards are a better poly forward, obviously, and also game plan to run at the hooker most of the time. Mm. Interesting to see how Cook and McCulloch handle that, because obviously, if you're Queensland, you've got to stop Cook, because he's he's the one who's going to hurt you the most and the most immediate immediately on, on the return. So I think they'll be running at him for days, and uh, we'll see how he bounces. I'm pretty sure he's going to handle it a plomb. Just see, see where he goes from there. He hasn't but really had a bad game. There, you there are some no bad moments with the Broncos. That was about it. There are no so, there are no soft runs. In origin, I There's know not. that's a I know that's a cliche, but like in an NRL game, you've obviously got your two, your three starting middles, but then you've got a little bit of rotation. We all, we've talked about that with Tamalola coming yeah. on in the last twenty minutes. I oh, mean, and NRL there, games, there are no soft NRL runs. games. This is every player takes treats it almost like a grand final. Mm. They're all fired up. Like yep. it's not like an NRL game. You know, twenty minutes in, some guys are just taking runs because they're taking runs. Yep. This is every run, and I think every forget every year till you watch Origin again when it kicks off. You think you remember these guys. Like this thing, it's eighty thousand people are there. These guys we want to play it their whole lives. They all fire up. Like you forget that the intensity really kicks up another notch. I I, I found it interesting listening to the Trebovich brothers speak, and mm. I think it was Jake mentioned that they've never played in front of a crowd this big, and yeah. I no Australian player. It, since the they, since they took the wings off the since they took the wings off Stadium Australia has played in front of a crowd of a hundred thousand unless it's the MCG. Yeah. So for uh, as you say, for a lot of these blokes, they I know it's in Melbourne, so they'll be you know eating off cheese boards, but like it is a completely different atmosphere to it playing is. in front of five thousand at Brookvale, yeah, and, it, and it will be, it will bring an intensity. It, the Origin pressure cooker is back on, as we said. The experienced Queensland mm. side is gone, and there's going to be there's eleven guys debuting for the Blues, and you know not all eleven likely they won't all handle it. Mm. You know, it's, so it's, it's going to be interesting to see how, how they all perform and who, who steps up for it. But as you said, none of these guys have played in such a crowd like that. None of them played in a stadium like that. Yeah. Really, it is a coliseum, and you and I have both been there. Matt yeah. Bungo, you've been there as well. It yeah. is a coliseum. It's the wall. It's, just a, it's a wall of noise. Yes. It is. I have actually not been there. You've been. never been to the G. You should. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting experience. Yeah, I was there for the Liverpool game then also uh, Boxing Day Test once. It's, mm. good. it's a good experience. Mm. But um, Yeah, it's it's going to be... It's, a, it's just a game. It's just question marks all over the park. In the end, it's one of those ones that I'm going to I'm gonna pick my take result now, first game. Obviously, picking Queensland. Backs against the wall. I think it'll be the classic Queensland of they'll score in the last six minutes. And I think Michael Morgan, despite us talking about him now, will be involved in that match-winning play. That's what I think. And I think, I think Queensland will win. And I think from nowhere, Josh McGuire is going to be the man of the match for Queensland. Mm. Bungard, your tip? Uh, I think the Blues will win handily. Mm. The player of the match? Man of the match. Heavy favourites. Damien Cook. Alrighty, I'll go. I think I said Blues by four last week. I'll say Blues by eight uh, just because of the outs and the question marks, as Mitch was mentioning. And I will go for Jack DeBellin, player of the there match. Yeah, I'm keen to see how he plays. Like, there's just so many guys, and just so ready to see them step up for this. Arena. Like we've all been, we've all been begging for these players to be picked for rep teams. But yeah, Vaughan, DeBellin, Campbell, Gillard, yeah, Cook, James Roberts, James I mean, Roberts, Adokar, Siliasi, Vunavalu. By the way, everyone listening now, by the way, great article on NRL.com from uh, Michael Shamus about James Roberts. It mm. talks of his struggles and his recovery from addiction and how he's dry to play Origin, and it's actually really good. So um, give that some clicks because if you want that kind of content in the future, it you've got to give clicks. that the attention it deserves. I agree. Oh, yeah, we got no only only one signing. We got no news, no more injuries. Signing. We're talking about Kuliwate to Huddersfield. For I think three someone years. quit the Super League club today, but I don't know who. Was it the remember. Super League? Uh, well, Liam Tompkins. Sorry, no, no some no, some former NRL guy quit a Super League club. Yeah, but who gives a shit? Do we want to? Was it Dave Taylor? I'll look it up while you. Then I don't care. Take me through next week's game. Alrighty, Friday, Canberra Stadium, Canberra versus Penrith. Hit me with your results. Uh. Penrith. So oh, Manu Vatavai. Joel Tompkins. Vatavai left anyway. South. Vat- oh, yeah, he did. They Salford get rid of him. I think he ended up back playing. Probably might play for Auckland or something in New South Cup. I don't That'd know if he played first grade here. 
Uh, okay. Give me Canberra. So this game somehow dollar ninety each way. I guess because Panthers have players backing up. Mm. Yeah, and it's in Canberra. It's right? in Canberra, yeah. but uh, I guess I over. I may have been too quick. They might win. I'm, go, I'm going Penrith. I still so. have Penrith, but yeah, there's a lot working in Canberra's favour. Mm. R- Rabina Stadium Friday night, <laughs> Gold Coast versus Souths. Uh, just we're all taking Souths. Mm-hmm. Souths yes. margin. Uh, depends who backs up. Fair. I think they're all back. Uh, Gagai won't back up. He won't. I think, you know, if Gi and Cook play, then this should be a very comfortable win. Souths actually. I think even if Farrah plays, it'll be comfortable win. To I be think. Honest. Um. I think. Not to. Um. I. I I actually think if anyone does like a bet that Souths win the my Premiership at five or six dollars is a really good bet if you look at their next five games. Mm. Would you like to hear their next five games, Dale? Sure. Titans, Eels, Cowboys, Bulldogs, bye. Mm. Bye. Probably the toughest. Honestly, maybe. Um, is there a special rule this week that there's 23 players on the team sheet? What do you mean? Because it's rep round? Maybe. Is, is there it's usually only 21, right? Yeah. 21 into... Maybe I'm, maybe I'm telling you. I don't know. Mitch? You, know, you can do... So if you have origin players... There you uh, go. Yeah. That's, that's what he asked. Have, yeah, that would so, make sense. Yeah, you have 23. Some of them, you know... That's anyway, how it is, South so. by trillions. Yeah, and I think you mentioned there there's guys got to back up for South. Well, two of the, the two biggest Actually, workers yeah, I was gonna from say the, North Queens... Uh, sorry, from Gold Coast and Wallace and uh, Jair are going to back up too. So yeah. I'm backing in South. Yeah. South by 30. Uh, alrighty, Saturday... Afternoon. I don't know who I'm not picking South against at the moment. You know Fair. who they're playing this week. That's how you know. That's how they're going. Pickles Certainly not having, the next five weeks. Pickles is having a field day. They don't play Penrith till. That's what I'm saying. But like, so. who, I, don't, I don't think I don't think I care who they play at the moment. I'm picking them. Yeah. From what I've seen, this yeah. is such a good year. Alrighty, Saturday afternoon at Amy Stadium Pickles, in Christchurch. Mate. Pickles is squeaking away. He's yeah. having a good old time. Manly Warringah versus the Warriors. So yeah, as I said earlier in the Manly post game, take that squeak toy off him. As I said before in the Manly uh, in the Manly wrap up. Um, could not really be a worse situation. I know it's a home game, but they're going to New Zealand with their two most important players coming back from origin, flying over there. It, it, it could not be any worse for them. Warriors, full strength. And this is the time of the every... Even though it's an origin effect, it's usually the time of the year. The Warriors, when they're bad, pick yeah. up wins. Uh, this will be the Warriors by a lot. Yeah, they've got Sean Johnson back. They're pretty much full strength. They're not got, they haven't got Jazz Tavanga, but Sean Johnson's back at seven. Big yeah. trouble. Uh, Manly travelling They've been on a pretty long Like they had Brookvale last week But they were on a pretty long stretch of away From Brookvale coming up So I'm picking uh, I'm picking the Warriors Dale? Give me the Warriors by 30 <laughs> Trying to handle our pickles <coughs> Trying to handle there. pickles But I do agree with everything that you said Just for the record Pickles is gone Good. Oh, and he's back. He's going to pest tonight. The bloody storm outside made Why him Why didn't you shut pest. the door, Dale? He's he failed actually like five ran times outside. He's genuinely okay, okay, terrible we'll at the this. next game while Dale just clo- tries to close the door. But <laughs> uh, So next game, we've got Knights Roosters. It's up in Newey. A couple of Origin guys backing up for Your the defense Roosters. is worse than Bryce Cartwright's. Like, just but, shut the door. <laughs> but uh, you, I can't pick Newcastle against this Roosters. Uh, so. Backing up or not. Like, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm just going to the Roosters. That's it. Same. I guess I'll take the Roosters on the proviso that they're a better footy team than uh, yeah. <laughs> than the Knights. Oh, he's Pickles is having a good time. It's attached to his face. Uh, Parramatta versus North Queensland up in Darwin. What a fucking stupid decision uh, this is turning out to be. Cowboys, sure, why not? Why take a game? So, why, why, why? Uh, so yeah, the Eels are French named again. Hangs back in the side. Corey Norman's at seven. Oh, well, in that case, Takarangi's in the back Cowboys. row. Reed Mahoney named on the bench. You've to made debut a as a hooker. Up. But uh, yeah, look, I don't care who they name at the moment. I can't pick them either. So I'm picking the Cowboys. I don't know if they'll have everyone back up, but we'll see. Um, Cowboys margin several thirty six. Wow. Okay. Uh. Well, I wonder what the weather's going to be like up there. No, uh, Cowboys are in 36 muggy. points. That'd be something else. Muggy, I'm gonna guess. Yeah, I know. Uh, uh, TIO's a, 
AFL ground as well, if I remember correctly. Thanks. Uh, look, I try my best. Oh, oh, no. Alrighty. Sunday afternoon, Cronulla Sutherland versus West Tigers at uh, Women Belong Indoor Stadium. Game. Um, I don't know here. This is a tough one. I'm going to take the Tigers. It's a tough one, yeah. You know, uh, I just think Parramatta's... Oh, sorry, Parramatta. Cronulla's strengths in their forward pack is somewhat nullified by the Tigers' typically stingy defence. So I'm going to take the Tigers in a close, low-scoring game. Uh, I am going to take the Sharks purely because I think that they've got more points in them and I know that the Tigers... They're just struggling to score. Like Mate, the, yeah. I think you've got to score 18 points to beat the Sharks. I can't pick the Tigers in this game with Elijah Taylor Hooker again. No Jacob Little. I just, yeah, I, they don't have enough creativity coming from there. Benji is taking the back seat, which is all right, but they're just not creating enough points. And, yeah. and I, I'm going the Sharks. Well, well, I'd like to say the Sharks average average con- points conceded in a loss over the last kind of three years because surely yeah. it's got to be more than 18. And I just don't see yeah, the Sharks, right. uh, sorry, the Tigers scoring three tries and converting all oh, of them. When you put I, it like that. Um, Make a good point. Who, who's who's in for? Because Nofalum is out for the Tigers, yeah, right? Yeah. So, so who's in? Oh, we're Yeah, and like. then they've had Val Holmes at fullback for Josh Dugan for, oh, for the Sharks. Fair enough. Josh Dugan, not a big out. In my yeah. Uh, not injury prone, mate. No. <laughs> He's the the human glass. Uh, Melbourne versus Brisbane at Edwin Flack Field on Sunday afternoon. So a rare Sunday afternoon game in Melbourne. Well, this is a funny one because Broncos are actually much better against them in Melbourne, and the Storm are missing fast uh, track again. Yeah. No, yeah, the Storm are missing Billy Slater. So Jerome Hughes is a good fill-in. But then no origin backup for Ken Smith. But, you know, it, it's an interesting one. And, and the Broncos now are probably the strongest line they've had all season. They have Alex Glenn back in. They have the, the, the one to five. is the same. But I what was Glenn out, a week what off. What was Glenn out with? Uh, what did he do? Four weeks, he's calf. Ah. Uh, Josh McGuire has been named as well. And the bench looks pretty strong. Ojo O and Pangai are back on the bench. So... It should be interesting. I, I think I think this is one of the ones. I think this, the Broncos forward pack will win this battle because they have been winning most of those battles, and it's going to rely on Darius Boyd's hamstrings if they've recovered enough in a week for them to be in this game. But I, I'm, I'm picking the Storm. It's in Melbourne still, and I think Cam having a rest. Will yeah, help I, think, them probably I think that's the biggest the biggest thing for me is we haven't seen Cam have a rest in forever, like, like in ten years. Literally, yeah. literally has not had a rest. Um, yeah. I'll take the Storm. I'll take the Storm. Not by not by too many. Uh, Last game of the round, Monday afternoon, Canterbury-Bankstown versus St. George Illawarra at the Olympic Stadium. Bulldogs have a really good record against the Dragons. Well, like they do. They the kept, us out of, kept us out of the finals last year. I mean, here we go. Back at the point again now where uh, they've, put, they've tried something else new again, the Bulldogs, and it's not Josh Cleland. <laughs> it's uh, Marshall Kings back to the sixth. Foran's out of the side. Frawley's in the seven. Michael Leish is back for the this 15th time. This doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't because you know, Marshall Kings has been okay at the nine. But Michael, uh, Michael Leish is back for the 17th time. I, ge- I genuinely Dragons think we could see, see Dean Pay play before we see Josh Cleland play. <laughs> but yeah, Dragons 13 plus. Yeah, Dragon. Even with everyone backing up. Dragons for me as well. Are you serious? Yeah. We're going to have me with questions. Question time. First one, Best Campo time. 37. Hi, Campo. Favourite obscure origin memory? So this is what I cut that jumpy merit thing up for. <laughs> dick. You are a big prick. It's gone. Um... So for me, it's not even obscure, but I mentioned the 06 game is by far the greatest. Oh, well, one um, of the most famous and yeah, but the, pivotal moments yeah, in is. State of Origin history. Yeah, I don't care. That's it. Okay. Everything about that game. Obscure or not, everything about it. Every minute. Best game. Um, um, I, my, I think one of my favourites is, I think, 
I can't remember which. It must be. I think it's 2010. Might have been 2011. Mm. Both got grabs Gi's jersey to square up to him. Yeah. And Gi sort of looks at him like a 15 year old would look at his six year old brother trying to fight him. It's great. Well, it's awesome. Ben Cray running away from Justin Hodges. Oh, that was good gonna, one. That was going to be yeah. that gift that yeah. someone on League Unlimited made of like with the fairy, the fairy wings. That has stood the test of time. Yes. I think if you still Google Ben Cray fairy gift, it pops up. There. And then um, you, you've also got when they put the bomb for poor Kurt Gidley. That was the same game. That was awesome. <laughs> murdered him. Poor Brett White. He did nothing wrong. Um, Sorry, poor Steve Price got yeah. murdered by Brett White. And uh, another one I like was when Paul. Bowman made like three tackles when I was a dead man. Yep. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Steve Price, he made like I think it was O two, O three. He made he nearly scored like an eighty meter try. He got tackled yeah. about ten meters short of the line. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah, Dale, any? Uh the Ben Cray thing, it as you say, like yeah. that is that haunted him for the rest of his career. Yep. You got any other obscure forever. ones, Mitch? Maybe Mark yeah. Coyne's try? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> maybe Matty Bowen's yeah. intercept. If you're a blues fan, that Josh Morris chased down on GIs when he was. Oh, bloody hell, that was good. Um and then playing their knee injuries, whatever they did yep. in that game. Yep. Do you think yep. other actual obscure ones? Although Queensland moments the last ten years have been massive. I liked my English one. Your English one? I'll take it. Yeah, that's I've a good actually one. followed the criteria of the question. No, no, I followed it later. <laughs> I threw out the bit the Ben Cray theory. To be fair, I did. Yeah, I did. You did have the merit thing. I had the early. merit one ready first. That's <laughs> Which thing? My moment got ruined. Oh, Nathan Brown at trainer running around saying walkers on for forty five minutes. Yeah. Uh, another favorite obscure memory: a train off to get into the side. We've been this before. <laughs> Train off it just triggers me so much. They pick the laziest guy in the world and the hardest working guy in the world and ask them to train off. I wonder who's going to win. Yeah. Anyway. It's like you could have asked Jared Hayne to train off against Nick Emmett. You know? <laughs> Nick Emmett would have been on the side. Like, That's true. He would have been. It's a stu- stupid, stupid thing to do. But anyway, here we go. Next one. We've not laid up at that point at all. One Eye Tiger underscores. How many nights in a row can you eat pizza for dinner? Every Is night? it the same pizza? Uh, well, it's... then if it's the same pizza, eight nights. Because I only eight pieces. That's... Uh... We can cut them in half. Have 16 pizzas. Yeah. Well, well so when I was in New York, I ate pizza like every it's a meal. a dollar for a slice. But also, you can't it's, beat it's, that. It's diverse no, it's good. and it's good pizza. Yeah. I, I couldn't eat Domino's. I'm with you. Couldn't eat Domino's every night in a row. No, no that's fair. But good pizza, I probably ate every night in a row for like a week and a half. And, yeah. and the other thing, I think the, the, the whole New York thing is you get that on a night out like mm. if you go out for dinner you go out for a wander you want a slice you yeah. can go and get it you just go and pay for one yeah. you don't have to buy a whole pizza there you yeah. go no pressure but uh, yeah. I've had uh, about two years ago I was doing some postseason reports and I was working like 16 hour days and we were getting dinner shouted for us but uh, someone like, one of the blokes was a pretty fussy eater so we had Domino's three nights in a row and I think the third night I was contemplating suicide <laughs> on a legitimate level <laughs> it, was, it was like Peri peri chicken again. Yeah, I feel like that was grease running down my eyeballs. Oh, man, like, that's the worst. <laughs> not good. Mm. Uh, okay, next question. Oh, not really a question. Mr. Underscore S888 asks for more pickles chat. What a coincidence. That's weird. Yeah. The most pickles heavy podcast in a while. He yeah, seems dejected. I'm sorry, buddy. Uh, sorry, I'm what seven. So with all his injuries to the Queensland back line, why wasn't Corey Oates called in, Mitch? You're really trying to bait me with some weak shit. Like, he wasn't in camp and obviously Gagai's playing. There you go. Uh, Harry Ramage. The great man. Okay, uh, battles won in the hearts of men, like Gus Gould suggested to <laughs> one of his great soliloquies. <laughs> that's a that's that's fuck the Gus soliloquy. Wow, I'm off him. Wow, uh, can somebody take all of those Gus soliloquies and put them somewhere? If only one of you worked as a video archiver at a place that has all of that footage, I might have a look. Uh, Billy A. Nine has settled the debate. Who's faster? He's he's gone off those numbers that came out this week. It's like, mate. I don't care what any number says. James Roberts runs as fast as he needs to at all the t- all times. <laughs> but over what distance? Well, that's it. They just that's the thing. Like top th- speed. Means no nothing. one in that team's faster than Damien Cook over twenty meters. No one. Yeah. But yeah. over hundred, of course, Adam Khan Roberts are faster. But yeah. maybe not by that much. Yeah. But um. Well, what wasn't Damien Cook like the Australian beast? We've mentioned yeah. that four hundred times. Have we? Yeah, yeah, we'll keep doing it. Yeah. But um. 
But like, you know, Robert's one of those guys, I don't think he's ever sprinted ever. But no. that one chase down, if you remember South twenties. Mate, of course I remember. He caught that guy like no, seventy minutes behind. It was first grade. Him. First grade was it? It was, was yeah, it was yeah. um it was it was Vatavai. No, it was um Fizzy. Uh, I thought that was twenties. It was first grade, mm, was it? My first bad. grade. But he caught him like seventy meters away. That's the one thing I think that was this, that was the same game where Greg Inglis broke away and scored and Vossi yelled out it'd be easier to catch Joseph Coney. Yeah, there you go. That's that's great. Classic Yeah, we've already seen Roberts out running twice in games, boys. Uh I think you might be thinking of the Omar Slum ankle one that went viral around the world when he stood under the post and pointed no, that to the was, sky. Um, and that was that was no, that was the big fat guy. It was, went it was to, like um, a second. It was um. He went Jack to Kusevsky? No, no, no. Was, he went to Manly. Josh Darling. Yeah, Tim. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mario Siegs. Is it Kiwis? Yes, you know Kiwis always say Sammy's name correctly. Proof of a complete lack of self awareness. Yes. No. What? They. they uh, is this a shot? At, you touched. Shot at? You touched on this last week. The peak lack of self awareness by Kiwis was Kearney bitching about losing players for a test match. Yeah. That's it. This isn't. But uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know who that's a it shot does. at because the net's not on Twitter Why anymore. Why do you think everything's a shot? No, that has the way it's been written. Is a Kiwi suggesting that Kiwis always say Semi's name correctly? Proof of complete lack of no, self. Someone know. said that. Someone okay. said. I don't know. It's a shot at someone. Oh, this is going from Miss Slender Square Triple Asking what celebration my sisters concocted for this weekend's game <laughs> to get me out of watching Broncos Storm. Now this mate, I'll be, I'll be watching it this week. She's back from her honeymoon and she's doing nothing but putting weight on. So, wow. <laughs> well, she come back from, as you do when you got a, Euro- a European honeymoon. They sure. come yeah. back a bit, a bit yeah. chunky. Uh, Frankie is seven says, if you're on the field, do you ever dig at Gagai's finger? He said he would, but he's also an absolute grub. <laughs> you are an absolute grub, and you should be having a dig at Gagai's finger if you're against if him. If the guy's going to play injured, that's, that's the price you pay. Yeah. You, it's, I hate when people get up with this stuff. It's no, like, no, this no, is no, a no. contact sport, and yeah. it's like he comes up with that injury. You know it's there. You line up against him. He takes that risk when he comes on the it's left like field. It's like if a guy's injured out of the line, you run at the hole. It's like, like, like Thiday grabbed Jesse Bromwich's hand last year. I don't care. It's not like he's trying to break it again. Just a little squeeze. I, yeah. I wonder how he's going to try and protect that finger because like, he can't wear a splint. A gauntlet. A gauntlet. Yeah. Yeah. If it was a South game, he just wouldn't do anything. Just, well, that's fine. He doesn't touch the ball anyway. That's how you protect it. He just, yeah, yeah. just stay in John Sutton there. wouldn't... John, just follow John Sutton's lead. You only need one hand. It's true. Big hands. Uh, LV05 says Does the Queensland side's Constant injury Such mystery illness Bullshit Every year damage a spectacle Why can't they just pick The side they want And give them Well we talked, about, uh, we talked about this at length mm-hmm. Although, I agree. But this was actually Legitimate injuries Yeah issue. but have you read The Boy Who Cried Wolf Mitchell Because uh, it's kind of The same concept uh, It is <laughs> What did Billy Slater do The other one Cried Wolf what is, How does Ken Smith Come into this And then uh, hang each other Sorry yep, <laughs> yeah. that's... Brett, Brett Shank says If you walk into a restaurant Such takeaway That smells that sells international cuisine, but it's run by white Anglo's. Do you walk back out? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's fine. Well, it depends where you are. We in the Central Coast. You have no choice. <laughs> like when you got there, you got to the local China, and it's like, oh, there's a there's a guy here, a white guy here. White guy. But there was actually a decent Chinese joint up in St Ives who was run by an Asian family, but the husband was a big redheaded guy, and he worked there. It's, mm. You got you just got to scope the whole thing out. Yeah. yeah you know, enough. he served. You want to go talk to the chef? You want to go to the back? You know. That's but fair. yeah, if See it's the boss man. If I go any yeah, when you walk into like an Indian curry house and there's like two white boys from Bondi working there, no, I'm getting leave, I'm getting the fuck out. Yeah, I'm it's like if you go to a pork roll place and they have F Post, just get out of there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't make enough money to scan the government, yeah. you're not enough not pork rolls. Yeah. <laughs> you're not throwing True. money in a bucket. True. Okay, here we go. Question from Mario Seggs. We're ranking things here now. Jeez, cool. these are these are some throwback lollies. Okay. Ranking Sherbies, Red Redskins, Milk Chews, and Minties. I ate several Milk Chews are last. Can I put them all last and Redskins first? I ate several Redskins before I came here today. (laughs) Redskins one. Redskins, Sherbies, Milkshakes, Minties for me. Yeah. That's uh, the same way. I hate mil- minties. I hate them. Yeah, I don't but, mind them, but the problem with minties is unless they're really chewy, they suck. And minties, when they're chewy, they're good. Minties, dude. ubiquitous, always in the sweets jar at like the place you That's go, very, or the doctor's very good office. Point. The, they might know. be the orange cream of the mixed. Well, uh, the old the old minty 
takes me back to my primary school days. The rappers when we had, were cool. when we had a um, oh, had the minty a, rapper. We had a yeah, father, yeah, yeah. a priest who was called Father Minty. He used to hand kit lollies out the kids, and we know Which, where this story goes. Well, let's <laughs> next is, next question. Don't take the minties. Next kids. question. <laughs> wow, wow. I'm, I'm recalling back from some chewy sticky yep, comment. Good, <laughs> good, good. I thought you my said gear, it anyway. I thought my gear was bad last <laughs> week. Hell, next question. Well, Mario's back again. Uh, where do you think your line would be on following through for a bet? What do you mean? What line? My what? Where do you think your line would be for following through for a bet? Oh, is he talking about like you might be like, oh, I'll eat like, uh, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll eat my hat if if this happens, and then the guy doesn't actually eat a hat. Could I like chew a hat? Is that yeah, like a let's. Thing? You mm. could. I feel like you two could sort deep fry a hat enough to make it edible. I believe in you. Bo's yeah. eating a hat. Okay. <laughs> okay. So if you want to tell dogs, you can eat a hat. So what if I get, what if I take your best hat and I give it to my dog? Oh, all right. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Uh, yeah, I, I don't I know. Mean, obviously, there's us, a line. Give us You're an not going to like. I just did. No, him, like, Mario. If you're going to ask this kind of question, give us an example. Like too vague, Mario. If I Come say on. I'm going to like eat, swallow a goldfish, am I going to actually swallow the goldfish? Yes, yes, maybe. But there's other things I wouldn't do. <laughs> yeah, like uh, stand in a birdhouse for a minute. No, would not do that. <laughs> would not put that. Be- I'm not even. No, no, no I offer. I, I, offer, I think I offered you. I said I would eat like the world's hottest chili. But if Souths beat the Broncos, you had to stand in a birdhouse for five minutes and you were like, no. No. And even though the Broncos <laughs> have had a dominant record, you still, still have couldn't taken. chance it. Butsy Triple Eight. Given the increase in physical standards and training in the modern game, who's the worst current player that would have been a star in the 70s or 80s? The worst one. The I think they all would have been player. stars, mate. Every single one of them. Like Carl Lovett probably kills it back then. If you, all if you take of the, yeah. them. If you take what they built like now and put them back there, they're all People athletes. just don't understand the impact. Of, that's why I laugh when people go, oh, the game was tougher when Michael Jordan played. It's like, no, it wasn't. They were guys, guys had jobs. Like, relax. Yeah. Like, sports science is a totally new concept that didn't yeah. exist 20 years ago. Players are full-time now. They weren't full-time for the there most part. There may be more physical laws of, of contact, but that, like rules that were looser on that, but it doesn't make the game tougher. Which also, people neglect that that means also the larger physical freaks that we have now would also be allowed to use those rules, and yes. they'd kill human beings. Yeah. Yes. Imagine Tamil in the 80s. He'd just murder humans. Exactly right. Get out of here. Um, next question from Butsy says, what's your most J.R. Smith-like moment? So your own ones. Have you got any J.R. Smith-like moments? Not like to the extent that I've just like forgotten what was going on. Oh, probably a couple of dumb base running errors at baseball, but whatever. Yeah, I scored a terrible own goal in football, but nah, I don't think that's the same thing. And not that- not something that I did, but my partner, I think two years ago. Well, let's turn my mic up. Um, about two years ago, she walked off the field of a semi final and she thought it was two all, and it was not. And yeah. they went out. No, I've always been a guy when I'm playing sports. Yeah. I always count the score, so I've yeah. never had those moments. Every 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 game we played, I knew the score. Always mm. to it, rugby or whatever. So. Look, see, the good thing for me was generally the score was going past me, so I had to count it. Yeah, we had a, we had a kid in one of in a grand final. We lost. We had an undefeated season. We beat the team seventy by seventy odd points two weeks prior. We lost this grand final. But the, what this guy had a moment like that. It was like we we're down. It was Union. We we're down five three. He's got. A, we got a penalty out ten minutes ago, in front of the posts. Um. There. We get a order penalty. We've got to take the three to win the game. Uh, he goes to take the conversion. The ball falls off the tee and he kicks it anyway. And he thinks, doesn't think that's a rule. It's like, no, dude, you kick that. Then we lost the game. He's kicked it along the ground. He thought we get to take it again. So yeah, he <laughs> forgot the rules. <laughs> like J.R. Smith. And then we lost the go final. Jeez. That. That's yeah. not great. Not, not, my, not friend of mine anymore. No either, friend so. of yours. Not your mate. Okay. And uh, Butsy again. When you're having wings, so hot wings you're talking about here. Yep. I'll tap out as well. Are you a flat wing or a drumstick person? So he's talking about, you know. Oh, yeah, no, drumstick all day. Drumstick? I don't know. A drumstick can tend to get dry. Yeah, yeah, but it's too hard to dip sauce on the flat wing one properly. You can't get no, your... I like the flat wing one because you pull one of the bones out. Yeah, yeah good it, point. If it's, it's cooked tender, you pull a bone out and then you can suck the whole thing off. Good I'm, I'm pro-flat wing. You get all that meat off there. Whereas... It's, the, it's the Dane guy of wings. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 
Whereas the drumstick can be very dry, and mm. whilst it's yeah. easy to eat, fair point. There's there's more meat on it, but there's less flavour in the meat yeah. because there's less. And the better skin stuff. coverage on the on the flat wing as well. The drumstick often point. has skin peeled back. Mm. Yep. All right. Fair. Mm. And yeah. Well, it's obviously always going to be in the drumstick that has no skin on it too. It's been cut yeah, off. Yeah. yeah. Um, next one, Michael Darren is here. The great man. Regardless of eligibility, the NRL's best third field players. How many are not involved in the Origin? What he said. How okay? Regardless of eligibility. Okay, how many of the NRL's best 34 players are not playing Origin right now? Jason Tamalolo, uh, Sam Burgess, Cameron Martin Smith. Tepau. Oh, including retired <laughs> well, Australian players. Yeah. So Cam Smith, Cooper Cronk, Martin Tepau, Sam Burgess, Fafita. Jason Tamalolo, Andrew Fafita, John Sutton. <laughs> this year? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, even have it, I think, you know... You'll get the these hands if you want to tell me he's not in the best 34 players this year. Mm. Yeah. Um, you and I can... You're all good, good one. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's hilarious. Tavita uh, Pangai Jr. Yeah. All right. No, he would have been there if he no, was yeah, Maybe. He would have been there. Uh, uh, he'd had a Crichton spot. Yeah, which I would have been fine with. Yeah, um, no, but it's like you, half the Kiwi team, a few of the Tongan team, and a few of the, Kiwi, uh, the English. Yep. yep. But I think that's a good thing, though. You can look at it now and actually say that a lot of these best players aren't playing Origin. Which is good. Well, I mean, that's that's why we want that separate rep round we, we've spoken about yep. before. Uh, next question. Game-wise, what would be the best thing to happen to have Melbourne buzzing tomorrow night? So, Melbourne itself. A, a stink. A stink? It yeah. needs to be a blue. A stink. It's something that's kick someone kicks something through the sticks to win the game. <laughs> that's what I understand. And they that. somehow get six points and wow. Yeah, well. But yeah, a stink is always the best thing for Origin to yeah. the popularity. Whether we can really deny it or not where violence should be in the game. It should. It's always the best thing for and, Origin. And not I'm just, on the record of saying it should. Not just in the game, but the AFL, we know, loves a jumper punch. So what if they saw a real punch? It's true. They'd be wow. very confused. They would be confused. Or a broken fucking arm, something like that we're about. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Woof. Third question, he says, if Kendrick Lamar brought you up on stage to rap, would you drop the N-word? No. Mm, I I mean, if you were lost in the moment, you might do it If you had like 10 beers and you're rapping a song, it's it might just come out. It might. But mm. you, if you were self-aware like of your surroundings, then yeah, you'd have to make it. No, I'm not going to say the N-word in front of a black person. You're stupid. <laughs> no, like on stage not. with things recording. Uh, Mario Seeks back. Should all YouTube stars be put on a boat together and scuttled? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I'll, I'll allow it. Let's like not even it, try to give it on a... smash that subscribe button. Smash that like yeah. button, boys. Hit smash, the bell. Hit, hit the bell yeah. so you get your notifications. All of them. Smash, smash that like button, bro. Uh, yep. Billy Ace 99. Mainly for Mitch. Oh, all right. You Fuck you, Billy. And I'm sure you've answered before, but ever since you've talked about Maloney's missed tackles as an over- overrated stat, I've been interested to see what other stats you would say are overrated, such reasons why. Um, a lot of them, you people would read too much into them. That's a lot of stats. But I just think guys' meter counts total. Meter counts total. Runs matters more than meters. Correct. Okay? It, it just does. Like you know, If you make 25 runs for your team, every run you take is taking work off someone else's back. If you make seven runs for 150 meters, you took an intercept, it doesn't really matter. You know? same, same sort of thing. Uh, tackle breaks as well, because a lot of time, tackle break can be classified as sort of running across the line. Well, the tackle break is the opposite yeah. of the missed tackle. Exactly. That's why they, they, so they both don't a, matter. A lot of the level. time, that is also a very misleading stat. Misleading. But you gain nothing from... Spinning out of the first man and immediately being tackled by two other guys, and, and the try assist itself can be one as well because a lot of the time a, t- a try is a team play. Yep, and it's come from it's it could have been created next to the ruck, but yeah. a guy further out at heart, someone else did the last pass or threw a nice pass and he got that. the assist. But well, it can be well, yeah. everyone who was in that thing is part of that try. Yep. Every of that perfect movement is part of that try. That decoy that one of the guys pulled. Is as important as a pass went behind his back. I agree with that. Know? So they get weighed on too much, and I see play, I see fans look at those way too often. Like for a half, I'm way more I'm way more looking at when they're going to the line more than if they're the last pass when they score. They want to be going to the line and being involved yep. in plays. 
overrated. Cool. But missed tackles is by far the worst one because people take that as a reason to define someone's whole defensive capability on one stat. No. It's the worst one. Yep. Uh, okay, next question. I'm Orts. Who will score the winning goal for England in the World Cup Harry final? Kane. There you go. England going to win it, are they? Yep. Who had the better origin career, Steve Turner or Nathan Merritt? Wow. Jeez. Next que- No, next next question. There's no answer, sir. <laughs> um, me. Is that for me? My third strike negative PER. Am I worse at B-ball than Merritt? Was, it was an origin. Oh, come on. <laughs> but, uh, well, I was... I had some hustle players. I was, like, I was terrible again. I've just could not shoot with fatigue and the lack of confidence playing with good players. I'm terrible. But I had a couple of hustle players. I'm surprised I got a negative PR last night. So time. you're Jordan Clarkson, basically. No, I'm like Matthew Delver Dover. But whoa, whoa, what the <laughs> fuck? You slanted. Me- I might leave. This is bullshit. You can't be slamming well, how, how Merritt you, and Delhi in the space. How spaces. dare you say Clarkson has hustle? That's what I'm making 45 to. seconds. You just insult two of my all-time boys. Uh, Scott Ozil. He says, do you ever sit back and think about just how bonkers origin is? Is there another sport where players beat the sh- shit out of each other mid-season for a glorified exhibition match? It's pretty funny. It's both the best and worst thing about an NRL season. I yes. agree with that. It is, it is the, the biggest advantage the NRL has of any other sport in the world, though, in that regard. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing else that's taken. This, like, you got to look at the... Pro, the, the Americans wish the Pro Bowls were taken so seriously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it is weird, though. Do, yep. do, you're an MLB fan. Do, do the baseball still rely on uh, yep. on the All-Star? Yeah, yeah. That's the dumbest thing. No, I like it. I like there's something at stake. So, if people don't know the winner of the All-Star game, that, that, um, that uh, league, so National League, American League, uh, that league gets home field advantage for the World Series. Yeah. Uh, LCB Shark says, what is the most Cronulla should chip in for Aaron Woods? Uh, $3. $4. $2. Okay. okay. Average yeah. it out, $3. 3 bucks. Who are the top five mascots? Why is this mascot week, by the way? Why did Fox Sports launch mascot well, week? Well, obviously, them? Reggie the Rabbit with, is the goat. With State of Origin on. Um, the Cowboy Cattle Dog is pretty cool. What was that Steelers mascot called? That really weird Stanley one. the Steel. Stanley the Steel. Stanley the Steel. Yeah, that's a good Steel one. Or something. That's a good um, one. Steel Avenger. Steel Avenger, yeah. Steel Avenger. Um, uh, yeah, the, the 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 cattle dog from the Cowboys. Good, cattle good. The, uh, the Bronco, from, the the, Brisbane, the actual the, from the, the best Broncos mascot was when they used to bring out the, the beer thing and drape it around the players, have the halftime chats in the middle. I think you'll they, find the best was when they had <laughs> actual mascot. horses. Yeah, and they have they ho- rode them around. They, they still have horses, horses now. They still do. Yeah. yeah, there you go. And the sun court corners are tight. I was going to say severe. The worst mascot is those fucking weird storm mascots. Don't like them. Yeah. Vel- Velda the Valkyrie. The what about the cheap... Bull- you know those two Bulldogs mascots? The one that was like $5, clearly? Yeah. That's the bad mascot. There's like no. one Bulldogs outfit they paid money on, yeah. and there's that really cheap one that comes out with well, it. The, the gender equality, they have a girl Bulldog. They do have well. a Bulldog. Oh, the Sydney Sea mascots are the worst ones. They're the terrifying. Country. They're just giant No, children. they're not. The Melbourne Heart mascots. They oh, have a whale, yes. mate. Yes. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. Which player are you most excited about seeing in their first Origin tomorrow, he says? Come on. Yeah, you're seeing Damien Cook. Probably James Roberts. Yeah, even as a Queenslander, I'm also excited seeing Jade Roberts. He'll be fun. Um, who is your favourite Origin player not from your own club? Well, GI, oh, that's easy for me. Mm. Oh, right, I can't say him. Yeah, because Brent Tate's on the other ones that he played for the Broncos. I so. mean, GI G. is, you know, one of the greatest Origin players of all time. So, yeah. I mean, that's a fairly easy consensus. Very easy for Queensland. You guys got any blue ones you like that aren't from your club? Um, I don't like anyone. <laughs> it's hard to find a Blues player many people like over the last David 10 Clemmer. years there you go David <laughs> runs, he a good shout he Clemmer's runs hard that was very enthusiastic thank you I mean Queen, I have like 20 choices oh, it's, good for you yeah. buddy Moretti EH asks do you think Sydney FC will still dominate the league if we miss out on keeping Adrian for next year no no even with him we won't because we haven't got Graham Arnold no that's also Bobo true. under 10 goals it's happening eh, I'll take the over he takes penalties 
Yeah, but we're gonna get gonna get in the box first. Yeah, true. At Bredo Shank, is it possible that Gagai's finger is still sore from giving a massive bird to the Knights? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's fair. fair. Eddie NZ, will proper Origin international window ever exist in the NRL, and how would you like to see it work? I think this is as close as we'll get. Well, they're, they're testing it now. Yeah, it's fine. I, it's I I would prefer to see a split round for the two, and you have half yeah. teams have half buyers. Let's see how this goes. I think already yeah. the season's been pretty undisrupted. These two buy rounds, I might be pretty happy with it, but we'll assess this after after it happens. I reckon yeah. that would be a good question. For I, after. I I think the biggest test will be when players are coming back from Denver. How how that week of letting them have away will will see them pull up. Uh, Josh Roy forty four. What is the limit that you should be imposed on people using self serve at Woolies or Coles? What do you mean? There's no limit. Well, what well, should I'd... be? He said. It oh, should there be. There should not be a limit. But no, there no. should be. It should be a basket. You can't take a trolley to self serve. If people want to take control of themselves, so that's their business. Go and line what up. I stopped doing. Go and line up. I've stopped using self-serve. Why? Because I never really thought about this until, weirdly, someone shared a Facebook meme that I saw and I was like, hey, this one actually... This is an old man thing, is it? Like, yeah. Keep someone in a job? Yes. No. I'm in. No, moving, you get taxis still, do you, fraud? That's not really the same thing. <laughs> and yes, he does. Because he can charge them. The alternative yeah. to that is like walking, which is free. It's free, yeah. Well, you could do that. So, in 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 the if, if this example for you was to be correct, the alternative to using a cashier would be stealing. Yeah, why not? Not paying at all. <laughs> Let's do that. I see nothing wrong with this well, picture. Well, when you go to self serve, you can also steal, which is which is fun. You, you know? mean that you're not putting king prawns through as Devon? I mean, obviously, <laughs> I'm putting fucking avocados through as oranges, but that's and, not the point. Oh, Everything's shit. onions. I buy so many onions, <laughs> carrots, and onions. Your your Woolies auto stocker is like holy. Shit, we've gone through so, so many, many onions, onions this week. But uh, no, I don't. I, that they can die that industry, those people. But yeah, if you, I don't think you, if you have a trolley that has like more than ten items in it, fuck off. It's a handcart only to me for the self serve. Be, me, be a part be of the movement, everybody. Start using checkouts again. All right, one like equals one trolley. Okay, okay. Uh, DJ Ibs M, I think. Or, yeah, yeah. If you chose, if you had to choose one thing to fix crowd numbers, what would it be? Um, he said, "Don't include prices." His would be promote rivalries and a little more hate between teams. Okay. The same um, so I have two. Mm-hmm. So he said, "Not ticket prices." Obviously, yeah. I don't think ticket prices are the worst thing. I think the worst thing is the concession prices, which are absurd. If I could go to a game and drink beers for four dollars, I'd probably go, but I can't. So why? But I have no incentive to go to a game that Souths aren't playing in mm. ever. Um, and the other one would be to make it feel like more of an event. If you get what I mean. Anyone who's been to an American sporting event will understand what I'm saying when I say that. Yeah. Tailgating is my solution. Yeah. Well, that's, tailgating is part of it. Yeah. I, I look forward good. to anything about the pricing is going to change people going to games because nothing's changed it for them now. Yeah. Tailgating is a part of it. Yeah. You feel like make, make, make every game feel big. Yeah. I like the idea of tailgating at Olympic Park when the. <laughs> the car parks the car are parks either are underground or it'll, 600 meters It'll never away. happen here because yeah. it's all the government will stop all that kind of stuff. Like They were trying to do tailgating for the college football there here was and you had to like pay 50 bucks and it was like two beers. Corporate tailgate. Corporate tailgate. But it's like, that's what I do because it gets you people to the game like three hours In America, early. we went to one that was pre-organized. We paid $30. It was unlimited drinks for three and a half hours and unlimited food. It was fucking awesome. It, it would make sense to... I mean, Stranger just like, that so you just need, we just need greater like the point that you make about concessions we need greater variety like you can't not everybody wants the to have a fucking awful. hot dog and chips yep I agree with that too uh, Josh underscore Gunton once says why is LeBron the GOAT and how come the Golden State Warriors will win this series um, because he's really good but the rest of his team are shit yeah. and yeah. the Warriors have like three of the best 10 players in the league and then also Draymond Green. Yeah, how, I don't know how someone can watch game one and not accept that, oh, LeBron can be really good but not beat this team. If anything summed up that team, it was the last 30 seconds of that game. Yeah. He, finds a, he finds a teammate, perfect pass, gets fouled, fine, whatever. 
doesn't make the free throws. Another teammate fucks up, doesn't know the score, runs yeah. the other way. Yeah. Did you exactly. see the foot? Did you see the footage of him being told that they had a spare timeout? Yeah. Oh, those, he just buried his head in his hands. Oh, mate. It was oh. so sad. The moment that um they went off the court, you saw that. You knew the game was over. Like that was yeah. series yeah. over. They were they were, they looked like they lost that game yeah. when Jar made that play. Yeah. That was the series ended. Who knows what could have happened? Who knows? Though. But we got a good meme out of it. We did. Uh, Marcus Evans 94 with Game 2 of Origin now counted as a standalone weekend do you guys think Origin eventually move from Wednesday night? nope I thought he was working you to original areas joke there yeah yeah it's um, never because no, the, of the broadcasters mate it, yeah. Um, yeah as we were saying earlier Wednesday night you know you might have the kids at footy training or whatever but like generally speaking everyone's at home people aren't going out for dinner people aren't working late on a Monday and hating themselves etc etc it's really the perfect night for that huge one off or three off yeah, uh, I agree. Footy game. Yeah, for sure. Well, it's, it's one of those things where I actually like Origin on Wednesday nights, by the way. I just hate how it disrupted the season. Yeah. Yeah, I they, think they, that's they fix fair. it up a little. We'll see how it goes. Okay, a few more questions to go. Warwick Ahern says, what is the likeliest headline to come out of Origin 1? Queensland in crisis or something. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> the yeah, game, yeah. The game's the dynasty broken. dead. Yeah. yeah. Well, we know that one already. Uh, Warwick Ahern again. Who's on your Mount Rushmore of guests you guys would like to interview? I don't really have... like. I'm not a journalist. <laughs> so like for like, this podcast? For this podcast, I believe. Or just in general. Or in general. But if it's just for this podcast, I don't really anybody I want to interview. Connie Harrell. Yeah, Connie mm-hmm. Harrell will be okay. But like, I don't even... You're going to come in here and sit in this room. Like, He'd be like, what is this place? If you guys want, you, I'll answer, you guys can answer if you want to answer this one. Vanguard? What? Oh, like the four people I'd most want to interview? Yeah, not necessarily in here. No, no. I, I, um, so mine is The Rock. Yep. Stephen Fry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other one's kind of changed, but Tom Hanks is probably up there. Yeah. And Usain Bolt. Yeah, good answers. Yeah. Daily, when you've no, I'll, le- I'll leave it at that. <laughs> uh, Jack Cronin says, best origin game you've seen live? I've only been to one. I've and only been to one and it was when pouring When both got around. played in the centres. I've never seen Queensland win live. I've been to like four I saw Israel Folau embarrass several human beings yeah, that so. weren't himself, which is all he does these days. I was there when Thurston Boom. kicked that pen, that, uh, convert, uh from the side of the equaliser and Brett Finch won the game. Not great. I remember that. 05? Yeah. I remember yeah. you telling us that story. But yeah, not at, um, I've not been to Queen, the Queensland win. Even throughout the, the dynasty, every time I went Queensland lost, so mm. I have not got a good one. Mm. First origin memory. My first origin memory is the 1995 stink. <laughs> wow. Because it went for so long. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm struggling to think. I think mine probably 96 when the Fatty Vorton led Maroons that no one gave a chance to swept the Blues. That's a pretty good shout, actually. I think that might be mine as well. Yeah. It's 95. It's 95. 95? Well, yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Same, yeah. same year. Yeah. I thought it was 96 for some reason. Yeah. Um, rank these game-winning field goals 1 to 3. So he's got Kronk 2012, Timmins 2004, Finch 2006. Well, Kronk's is the best traditional field goal. But, but Timmins is the answer. Well, no, yeah. Kronk's is last. My, I go Timmins, Finch, Kronk. Yeah, yeah, exactly the same order. Kronk's, Kronk's was technically the best, but it, it was by no means the like most exciting. Yeah. Uh, T underscore Hardy says, who has been a worse signing for the Dogs, Woods or Foreign? Woods, because Woods, he yeah. was the reason they lost James Graham. Uh, he said, but he, he's got a point here. He thinks Woods being a punchline has hidden how bad Foreign has been this foreign year. Foreign does suck, but he's on less money. Well, I think but Woods they can get rid of. No yeah. one's going to take Foreign. So. Uh, good point. So Foreign might be the worst signing. Hmm. There you go. Danny Boy 95 Is all of the hype surrounding Origin unfairly taking attention away from Cairnsmith's record-breaking game this week? Very good. Good, shit, Danny Boy. good man. Good stuff. I think I, I, think I missed one question I earlier. don't care. That's a high note to go out. Leaving, leaving on that? That's yeah, good. That's that good. good. Well done, Danny Boy. Whoever you are, you win this week's prize of uh, my eternal affection. 
Okay. Uh, alrighty, I think we'll leave it at that. See I'm looking forward to tomorrow's game. Bye, Thanks guys. We'll see you then. Bye. I make a million bucks every six months, and y'all hating my game, saying my name. They call me the E wrong things. Knowing I'm fly without wings, uh-huh. while some of y'all have to pull strings. In this era, I maintain the freak upon the beat. Master bass lines of Raphael Sadiq, lyrical mastermind of genius. So don't snooze, no missions impossible. Ask Tom Cruise. Uh-huh. I keep a joint lit when I have to spit a rough paragraph. Laugh when I'm busting your ass. Who want it? Come and see me like 112. Uh-huh. And I'll rock that bell with Fox and L. E dub, Mr. Excitement, right? The Portuguese of raps are come to the light. Uh-huh. Yes, the recipient of this award comes to moi, the best qualified superstar. Uh-huh. My squad stays on point like that. It's the joy. Yeah, my squad stay on point like I'm feeling it. Niggas killing shit, trying to duplicate the manuscripts. That's impossible. Pray like a gospel. Overcoming setbacks, jumping over obstacles. Like evil Knievel, on point like a needle. The PMDs like the Beatles. Back with another sequel to hip hop. Check one, two, and you don't stop. Rap with mainstream RB and pop. Now the world's shocked. D doubles back with Mike Dot. Like it or not, we about to turn it up another notch. Mock speed, put it down for my seeds. War breed, acres with the D. My squad stays on point like that. It's the joy. Yeah, my squad stay on point like that. Yeah, 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 it's the joy. VA, I'm in your area. VA, I'm in your area. Yeah, Shot Town, I'm in your area. BMD is a world premiere. My style's diggable, so I'm fat like that. I got a Benz too, uh-huh. and it's black like that. I got maze of chips, and they stack like that. A five year spread, and now we back like that. How dandy, uh-huh. niggas sitting in their room with brandy. Way pissed off, thinking how they can't stand me. We robbed Sean for his pen. Talking, not looking, shooking a dead man walk. You know me. From ripping flows with my homie, the one and only, genuine like pony. You wanna ride? You call me up when you're lonely. I'm Paris Smith the shit, great like Tony. I'm hitting, hitting. Where from? From Brentwood to San Quentin. I'ma keep rhyming, still representing. For my niggas up north and in the courts, until the MCs taking no shorts in this blood sport. My squad stays on point like that. It's the joy. Yeah. Oh, Cali, I'm in your area. Oh, Philly, I'm in your area. Oh,